Hello, viewers and listeners. Jordan here, and welcome to Heroes of Thylea. Heroes of Thylea is an actual play of D&D 5th edition. This actual play is a Lionhead Gaming production of Odyssey of the Dragon Lords, an epic adventure book for 5th edition created by Arcanum Worlds. It blends classic fantasy with Greek mythology to create an adventure of epic scope, storytelling, and heroes. Combined with my own changes to create something unique and wonderful that I hope both you and my excellent cast of close friends enjoy. Now, with us being in the month of March, I do want to bring attention to the fact that it is Women's History Month, and Lionhead Gaming, in celebration of that, is running a giveaway for an outstanding anthology known as the Uncaged Anthology. A reinterpretation of a host of tropes revolving around female monsters such as Medusa, Hags, and Harpies. You can find more information about that in the Twitch chat or in the podcast video uh, recording description with a link to where you can participate in the giveaway and receive more information. So, with that, I've talked long enough. It is time for us now to begin with a recap from Mr. Brendan. Now, give me one second. No way. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. All right. A little bit of an excerpt for you. Spring. Kantian first, the fourth. Answered the call of an agent of the Oracle, a woman named Kira. She promised answers to my problems if I was willing to travel to a small inn outside of Mitros on the first of Cantian. The promise was dubious, but at this point, I have little else to set my efforts towards. I sold what little I had left and purchased transport to the inn. Once I arrived, I discovered that I was not the only one called. Several others had been given promises before me, and I suppose... I do not serve the purpose they set for me, others will come after. Kira gave myself and five others a task that had to be performed to earn our meeting with the Oracle. We sought a huge boar, and, well, seems like others sought out the same and failed to do so. It was a hard-fought battle. We were victorious although I must be more wary to fortify myself going forward. The beast spoke of a prophecy of its own, of how Thylea will pay for its sins. It was very reminiscent of the stories told to children and within religious meetings to mind one's manners when speaking of the Titans. With our victory, we plan to travel southwest, to the Temple of the Oracle. A two-day travel at most, we were hopeful for answers. However, the others saw their first bit of reality in contrast to this promise of being chosen when we were forced to flee from an abandoned living grove, fall into confusion and hostility without its spiritual center to guide it. And although we faced such tribulations, we were still able to arrive at the entrance of the Oracle's temple. I remember the air wavered with the heat that seemed to radiate off the stone structure of the place. We left the pack animals behind and ventured forth. Kira 
possibly knew of what we were going to find next, she remained behind as well, at our first approach. We discovered that the front of the temple was within a strange cave system, hidden away from the rest of the world. Water ran within, but it almost seemed to boil with the amount of heated vapor that filled the cave. It was obvious that something was amiss. The elemental nature of the place was riled beyond reconciliation to our mere presence. Creatures of steam emerged from the vapors and attacked us without warning. Although dispatched quickly, our actions allowed others inside the temple itself to discover our approach. Self-proclaimed followers of Sidon seem to have invaded this temple taken the attendance of the oracle hostage, and even the threatened the life of the oracle herself. They screamed of not allowing our task to be complete. They were dispatched into order. And although the struggle and the temperature of the place weighed on our group, we continued to seek answers from the attendants, now freed. An elderly man spoke of how they had taken the oracle hostage, as well set it all up low, keeping her there away from those that sought to free her, and it was up to us to aid. To reach the Oracle, we were forced to face strange animated souls, seemingly meant to protect the place if they were not used for its defense, however, and possibly the attackers were not so foreign to the Oracle after all. Well, with much of our strength spent, we made haste to the lower depths of the temple, where we were met with a strange laugh. We could only hope the oracle was still alive. I did not come this far to simply add another injury to my long list of failures. Well done, Monsieur Brendan. As you all gain... One point of inspiration. Oh, yay! Indeed. <laughs> As we come back in, you all have just descended down into the Oracle's Grotto. can see liquid blue light shimmering and refracting across the slick walls of this rocky place. The room lit by candles and a large brazier filled with the vaporous mist of steaming hot springs. Near the water cascading into an underground river further into the cave. And only about ten feet away from you, you see another body. No obvious wounds, save for a swollen and scalded wet face with water slowly streaming from her mouth. And we did hear the laugh, right? Indeed. What, uh, what is this statue? look like down here 
That's the loud. Uh, that's the large brazier uh, that's burning with fire. Okay. Creating most are these, light in the space. Are these like rugs, or are they like yep. like a pile of tarps? Okay. <laughs> pile of tarps. Yeah, I just I need to know if these are like lying flat on the ground, or if they are like piles of tarps. Yeah. Yeah. How tall is the ceiling? Ten feet. Nice. I'm gonna walk over <laughs> to the woman, try to see if she is dead or if I can save her. Yeah, looking down at her, it's quite apparent to you. She's dead. Eyes glassy and unmoving. Where are you? Come on out. I'm going to check out the burning brazier. I don't it's know if there's anything to clean from it. Wait, wait. Is it still like crazy hot in here? Like uncomfortably hot? Uh, near the brazier it is. But like elsewhere? All the water seems to be quite hot, emanating steam uh, from all around it. It's still noticeably quite uncomfortable, at least for the time being. Well, some god be deeper in here somewhere. Yes, probably at the end, down that hall, <laughs> the tunnel rather. <laughs> oh Y'all, y'all hear that weird laughter? Yeah. Yeah, that yes. ain't normal. No. No. I don't think so. That is clearly our adversary. Well, I sure hope one of y'all go and stick a big old pointed spear in that adversary. And Nyx, as you press on, you hear another cackle emanate from deeper within. But as you step past here, the voluminous and decadent rugs atop the stone nearby fly towards you all. Roll initiative. You oh, all no. are surprised. Oh, they no! were tarps after all! I knew it! They're Damn flying tarps. rugs! Cursed tops. Curse you, Timothy's I, tarps! I knew to be suspicious! Tarps of strangling. <laughs> you knew. Oh, I knew! It's always the tops. Tarps of strangling. Why do I always your crap initiative? <laughs> it's okay. It's no, it's we saw okay. it one more time. I feel that. You gotta be more of a smarty pants. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Initiative here is about being smart. Jordan, we saw it one more time. I got you. I haven't even added my stuff to it yet. Oh no, not a negative one. Take that stupid rug. Take that. It wasn't a tarp, guys. It was a rug. Oh, we should have known they were rugs. Rugs are always evil. I knew a thing or two about rugs. I had every right to be concerned about those rugs. You are not the same carpet from Aladdin. <laughs> wow, they're big. Evil twins. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, it's like that thing from the, the thing on Thursday's game. In another life, they would have smothered, smothered you. Man, I hope Thamos is alright. <laughs> He's right there. I know. As 
as Atreus, quick to react to the sudden movement of these strange animated rugs that seem to be looking, as best you can tell, looking with hostile intent. But unfortunately, you are still surprised, not expecting rugs to be your nemesis. Nyx, you're surprised. Theomos, also surprised as the rug to your left, just beneath the other, leaps out from underneath it and tries to wrap itself around you. I need a defense roll, DC 17. From me? From Theomos. Nicely done. As this thing tries to wrap itself around, you're able to fend it off quite adeptly. Mercury, you are also surprised. Sophia and Inferia, surprised along with uh, Ivis taking their turn on yours. As the second rug of smothering is now going to move itself over and after the intruder. As Nyx, I need a defense roll from you. DC 17 as this thing tries to wrap itself around you 15. and smother you. <laughs> as it does, and you are grappled. Uh-oh. Can I take my the... reaction after? Because I'm no longer surprised since my turn left, or? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I will attempt to stab at him. I will also attempt to stab out the rug. Oh, <gasps> yeah. You can do your thing, Atreus. Because I'm right next to you. Oh, hey. and I felt that pain. Yes. Twenty-three. All right. This thing, being only made of fabric, animated through strange magic, moves away from Theomos as you're able to easily cut into it, chopping a decent section of it off. And as it approaches Nyx and tries to wrap her up and crush and smother her. It is able to do so, but before, just before Atreus, you're able to carve into it with your spear, removing a chunk of it as well. Yes, let me get that damage roll from you. Another six damage. As this thing is poked with a very large hole and the bottom <laughs> left corner of it just completely cleaved off, but it is able to wrap itself around you, Nyx. As you are grappled, uh, go ahead and put that on you, grabbed up. Um, uh, And you can use your action to try to escape. DC for that is 13, uh, but you are restrained, blinded, and uh, slowly but surely suffocating. As you also take, that spicy damage. Okay, well, of course I rolled a crit. Yeah, damage. All right, cool. Where? Give me one second. Carry the tower. Uh, was it two d six? As you take, oof. Oof, uh, fourteen bludgeoning oh, damage as this thing wraps itself around you and just squeezes in quite quickly and quite hard bruising up your entire chest and arms for a host of damage. You said 14? 14. Oh boy. Oh no! You are blinded and restrained. I'm also blinded? Yeah, you can't see the damn thing. This this thing wraps itself up around your whole upper body and your face and is just choking the life out of you. I can say you're being smothered. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, right, roll the Seinfeld theme. We're over. It's over, guys. <laughs> And with that, we come. Said it all for me. <laughs> with that, we come back now <laughs> to Atreus. This thing wrapped around Nyx. What do you do? See, this isn't fair because I know how the rug works. <laughs> hey, it might be a different rug in this world. You don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. We can never, we can never tell anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry in advance, Mel. Yeah, I know. That, that's the unfortunate part. Sorry in advance, Mel. Then you gotta um, do, like, Atreus. the dub thing just to try to not yeah. out a game. It's like, uh -huh. that also doesn't make it's, any sense. It's absolutely I mean, the, the worst because I know the, how the rug works, but also the, Trace does it, but I do, but I don't. Yeah, I know you don't know how the rug works, but looking at the situation in front of you, I can say that Atreus can reasonably estimate by looking at the rug around Nyx's upper body and face that while he is well disciplined Atreus would know if he tries to stab this thing with his spear he's probably going to hit Nyx as well you can just deduce yep, that you by get looking skewered. at you also get skewered Mal that's not she's how object uh, permanence works it's fine you yeah, can't no, she's yeah. not there yeah she's not there hmm. yeah just do it yeah so I, uh, I would say your character would reasonably be able to understand that by looking at the situation in front of them okay uh, now Trace will use one of his actions, or will use one of his attacks to try and ungrapple the rug. Try to just remove the rug from Nyx. You're gonna drop yeah. your spear so you have a free hand? Uh-huh. Alright. Dropping your spear so you have a free hand and then giving yourself... Well, how do you try to break this, uh, this grapple with one of your attacks? Well, I'm guessing that because the spear sort of wrapped uh, the spear, the rug wrapped itself around Nyx. He'll try to just grab, uh, I would say like a free side, one of the parts that isn't so closely entwined and just try to rip it, sort of uh, spinning Nyx like a top, I guess. That's how All I right. imagined how you just, how you described it wrapping around her. So. Feel her like a banana. Uh-huh, feel her like a banana. <laughs> I mean, I could just open her like a can too, but I don't think All we right. want that. Pop me out uh, like, a, like the spinach from Popeye. Yeah, go ahead and give me athletics check. Uh, <laughs> athletics check. Aw. Okay, I'll use one of my inspiration. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'll use it. Gonna use your mythic inspiration uh, to re-roll that? It's not even that much better. Oh, How many goodness. inspirations can I blow on the single roll? <laughs> one. Are you sure? <laughs> Uh, uh, 92% sure. Goofy babe, and I'll do it again. <laughs> As the thing is going to try to maintain its hold on Nyx's face and upper body. Uh, yeah. Ooh, it oh, is determined well, 20, to choke dun, 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 dun. the wow. life out of Nyx. Alright, I tried Nyx. Alright, you'll have to break it on your own. Stop your traces, turn. Right. Nick's blind and choking. What do you do? Oh, that means I can't use verbal components if I'm choking. Nope. Right? Yep, you can't see either. I can't see either. Oh, holy crap. Okay, um, I'm going to 
try to... I don't think I have anything. Yeah, I'm going to just try to get out of it. All what right, utilizing your action to try to get out of it. Uh, go ahead and give me... A strength check. DC was 13, getting a 20 on your strength <gasps> at the, well, it's the same, it's the same, same uh, addition, I believe. So forcing this thing off yourself, how do you do it? How do you get this rug off your face? I'm going to use my staff a bit as leverage and try to just stab at it as I aggressively push this thing away from me, letting it like unfurl and having my back towards the back of the wall. <sighs> and with my bonus action, just cast a healing word on myself so I can get healed for 5 HP. Alright. Do you want the potion Ivis is carrying? <laughs> oh wait, we do have potions. It's a bonus action to do a potion on yourself, right? Yeah. Can I do that instead? Yeah. Alright. It's Andy. Yeah, what do I roll for that? Is that a, the D4? Something, something? <clears throat> D... It's your hit die. Oh, whatever my hit die is. So 1d8, okay. It's two of your hit die. Two of my hit die, two d8s. Plus two. All right. So that is a seven. (laughs) I heal for seven. But you do keep a spell slot. But I do keep a spell slot, and that's what matters. All right, that's going to be my turn. All right, now Theomo's sword in hand, rug in front of you. What do you do? Seeing how Mix got smothered and might be in a terrible state, but got herself out and wanted to raise my shield up between me and this creature and just kind of pivot around it so I can get closer to this one as I will take a quick stab at that creature. Right, Hopefully stab not stabbing Nyx. Yeah, this thing seems to be halfway into the... Uh the steamy waters of the grotto uh, trying to get itself back up onto Nyx, not really paying attention to you. Uh, and you are able to easily stab out into it uh, and strike through with your longsword for 12 slashing damage. You cut this thing nearly in half. It's sort of just like hanging on quite literally by just a few threads. I was like, next you need to get get away from these things or really kill you. <laughs> oh, really? I appreciate turn. the advice, Theomas. Just as quickly, this thing is trying to wrap itself around your face and upper body, trying to choke the life out of you. Another defense roll from you, Theomos, DT17. Ooh, nice. the 19 plus 11. Oh my god. You still have Shield of Faith running? Is that why you have 11? Do I still have that running? I'm running. 10 minutes? Probably. Oh, is it 10 oh, minutes? Alright, perfect. It is 10 minutes, yeah. Oh, but I also still have Shield Wall, so minus 3. Okay, so 27. Yeah. Oh, nice shucks, only a 27. Able to easily fin this thing's uh, attack off as Mercury, these rugs animated and smothering your allies. What do you do? Right, so how smart am I? I'm not smart. Yep, yep, just gonna do it. I'm gonna go over here, and I am gonna shoot this rug with a firebolt. 
that is easily able to connect as your firebolt connects with the upper half of this thing engulfing it in flames as how do you want to take this thing out as i just beat my wings farther away the steam just kind of swirls in kind of a tornado like shape as i just kind of use my wings to channel it as just the sparks from the flames of these candles move into this steam tornado as it just fires out into this hellish looking spiral of flame just catching this carpet and licking all around it as it just singes and melts away leaving nyx just kind of standing there <laughs> all right it's gonna be my turn Nice, Sophia, as you see one of these carpets singed and burnt up at the top, cut almost in half and chopped up, sinking down into the flowing waters of the grotto. The other one still animated, still trying to get itself around Theamos. What do you do? Yeah, keeping an eye on what's else going on. Doesn't look like anything else is springing to life and seeing one of these uh, rugs explode into flames, just fall to pieces. She is just going to take a cautious step back here. Uh, back to where Darius is, just making sure she's got some range on this thing as she's going to call upon a bit of magic, that strange gray mist forming over her hand, although she's going to hold on to it before she releases it until someone strikes this other uh, carpet to form a weakness that she can expose and eat away at with that necrotic magic of hers. And I'm going to hold a toll of the dead until the creature takes damage. All right, trying to capitalize on your magic, use it most effectively when a creature is vulnerable. Nicely done. Come now to you, Inferia. It's not wrapped around Samus, right? It is not. It's just trying to, but it's cool. not. He has not grappled. Then we're gonna just Speak up a little bit. I couldn't quite hear what you were saying. Uh, then we're just going to Chakram Chakram. <laughs> All right, crank you up a bit as you send out your two chakrams, each of them easily able to connect, just carving swath through this thing, chopping it up potentially into thirds. Let me get that damage from both of those attacks. Ooh, nine and eight damage <laughs> for a total of 17. Nicely done. This thing Die. just split almost right down the middle. Your chakrams come sailing back through the grotto, back towards your hand. That's all you're gonna do. You want uh, uh yeah. Ivis? Oh, Ivis, Ivis yeah. is on your turn Ivis now. Is... Don't forget little Ivis. <laughs> <laughs> Ivis is going to rain iron on this rug. There you go. Rain iron. <laughs> rain that iron. Man, it's like I can even hear it hitting. <laughs> I know, right? I was spinning around, bringing up their wings and sending out their spiked pinions, piercing into this thing for another seven damage. Nicely done. As this rug of smothering is dead. Plenty of weaknesses exposed. They're being torn apart and cut. The necrotic magic is going to start to try to eat away at the exposed inner lining as it just sort of peels away the uh, fibers to pull it. We'll see. Maybe. Wisdom. I like how you rolled higher That's on the right. D uh, eight or whatever. Yep. It Classic. happens. 
as let's see if it can let's see if this rug is wise enough to super seed your magic Oof. 12? with a 12 it'll not do it as it takes six necrotic damage the colorful resplendent patterns on this thing presumably turning uh sickly mottled gray basically wherever the damage was inflicted on this thing the fibers in the broken up part turn gray and almost seem to move by themselves as it just peels itself just ripping and tearing open the uh, the already torn up and stuck. Right. We come now to the top of initiative, echoing from deeper within the cavern. <laughs> oh, sounds like we have guests. I guess we'll have to hurry this up then. <laughs> well, uh... There's something crazy down here. Atreus, I think there it is something your turn. Upstairs too. Atreus wants to pick up his spear. Picking up your spear up off the ground. Did not take any damage, God. From it's what? Health looks the same. From a total dead. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it took six damage. It looks like it is on death's door. It's on its last threads. Ha! Uh, Nix, give me a con save. <laughs> All right, doomed one. Uh, uh five. <laughs> and it gets worse. Hmm. Interesting. And All right, guys. Gonna take that down. Ooh, Atreus hopping right, over to finish 20. this <laughs> with a nat 20, 26 total for 12 damage. How do you how do you impale, skewer this rug? Uh, Atreus will capitalizing up. The, the, what's Brendan's character's name again? Sophia. I cannot coming to me. Sophia. Yeah, that. Sophia. I was thinking Inferia. I was like, no, that's not right. That's the wrong EO. It's the wrong EO ending name. <laughs> uh, yeah, capitalizing on Sophia's magics, weakening it down, probably slowing down its movements. Atreus will just go for the death blow, just skewing on through it, and then sort of sending his spear down, slashing at it, tearing it to ribbons. No, he's tearing nice. it in half. Nicely done. This thing is skewered to the rock. Just a mottled mess of thread. Animating magic quashed from within. Oh <laughs> Once again, we return to just the uh, two sounds of the gurgling waters. Come now, don't cry, don't cry. Helica is here to put a smile on your out. face. Oh no! You cut out after you cut out after. Don't cry. Come now, come now, don't cry. Helica is here to put a smile on your face. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get to this point and see if I can put my back against the wall and peer around the corner. But Mwaka, I, I cut too low. 
Well, we need to get in there. She says something about cutting something. <laughs> As you come around can the corner, I... what's up? I want to see if I can, from around the corner, because I can see her, I want to see if I can cast a sacred flame upon her. All right, go ahead and but roll initiative. Is the... No, that's fair. You come around the corner, you see Shit. this large warbling mass of water holding in multiple tendrils what you can best guess would be the oracle covered in these beautiful raiments as she looks on in horror into this room that you can just barely see uh, a bit of light emanating from. I like that we established that initiative is uh, int-based, and then the smart girl gets a uh, nat 20 in the yeah. next initiative! Yep. <laughs> I tried it significantly better this time than last time. I get to intelligently just hang the fuck back here. second remember the floor is lava no, it's just hot water it is not so oh, hot shit. that it was scalding or anything like that from previous experience all right good god i can only jump four feet oh my god can't even jump a whole square As you begin the incantations to call upon sacred flame, you can see the oracle bounded by this strange creature, tears streaming down her face. Hold on, Dora. Hold on. Just stop the bleeding. You'll be okay. Please, you have to save her. As do, 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 do. Sophia, it comes to you, the sounds of all of this echoing through the cave. You know something is quite wrong. Some monster waits for you around the bend. What do you do? There's no real way to get into the mess of things without shipping through all my allies. I'm just going to look back at uh, Atreus. Looks like they need your help more than I. As I'm going to just step around him, opening up the way, but then holding my action to rush forward after the path starts to clear. So basically, when it looks like I got a relatively clear path up to around the corner, I'll, I'll move forward as long as, you know, as long as there's no more than two people in the way. I guess. So hold my move. Got you. As you can hear from within the sounds of more splatters. <laughs> Let's see how she's doing. As whoever it is the Oracle is concerned about needs to make a death saving throw. Getting an 18 on her death save. She hangs on. 
Life in the balance. Boy. Alright. That's it for Diana. Mercury. Well, I was getting a light of torch before somebody was shooting something so I could see something, but since I can't see nothing, I'm just gonna move back here. I have a torch. Like, I have a lantern on. I don't see nothing around that corner. It's just a solid black line. As Do you see something now? cast me. Yeah, now I see shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, because you have to keep the torch, like, at the front of wherever, wherever it is you're moving, because it's it's not going to get past, like, this uh, wall there okay. when it was on the left corner. Yeah, you're good. You're good. There's a lot to keep track of. Right, right. So does this thing look like just a whole bunch of water or whatnot? Yeah, it just looks like a whole bunch of water. You can see a definitive, like, face in it, as it just seems to, like, be looking at you, like, uh, with, like, these sort of watery fangs, and you can just see tendrils of water holding on to the four limbs of, uh, of Versi. Looks quite yeah, hostile. How about a nope? <laughs> yes, I'm just gonna move on back there. Gonna cast me a little bit of bless on myself, on Thamos, and on Inferior. Alright. Why am I orange? Oh, because I'm concentrating. Yes. <laughs> Nix, it comes uh, to you. Yeah. Oh, what's that? That's my turn. Nope, that's my turn. Uh, am I wise enough to know if hitting this creature is going to hurt Versi or not? Um, Versi's yeah. like wrapped up within it. Yeah, she's currently suspended above it. So you can tell, like, um,. Almost imagine like this sort of watery uh, looking like sort of snake coming out of the stream and you can see four tendrils of water coming from the body of the snake holding on to each of her arms and each of her legs up above it as it looks at you and sort of almost kind of watery hisses and you can see steam come out of its mouth. Um, you can also go ahead and give me an insight check as well. Let's utilize insight for quick battlefield assessment to see what it is you can Nine. deduce. Nine. You're like 50% sure that she should be <laughs> fine. Okay. Modified by anything that you want to take from my description. All right. So I am going to use my bonus action to cast spiritual weapon right by the creature and try to lash out at it. There's my spear. It goes stab. Summoning up this spiritual spear. With a 15. Oh. Hey, the oracle's the one being held. The one that's bleeding out on the ground is Diana. Uh, with a 15, something forth this spiritual spear, it pierces into the side of this strange, weird, watery form and seems to rip away a bit of its mass, inflicting damage to it. Let me get that damage roll. 11. Ooh, 11 mm. force damage. Yeah. Nicely struck. And as my spear strikes it from the other side, I am going to use my action to cast Sacred Flame down upon it. At a DC 14 dex for 8 damage. Yeah, as this, as this, uh, what's your spiritual, uh, what's your sacred flame look like again? It's like a star or what is it? Yes, it's going to start with a twinkling above, almost in like the shadow, and then shoot down into this creature. 
Yeah, so what you're easily able to perceive from where you are, you can see that star forming up and you can see the water weird sort of glance up at like with its strange watery face. No eyes that you can see, but these small divots. Oh no, you're you cut see... out! Upset! I made it! <laughs> you can see it look up and see the um, this magic forming up above it. And you can see the tendrils kind of yank on Versi and move her out of the way as it strikes down on it and as it tries to move itself out of the way as well. And it does so quite quickly with what, a nat 20 it to its deck save <gasps> as it moves itself and Versi quite quickly out of the way as your star, the sacred flame splashes into the water, unable to strike true. Oh, God. If I jump over... Okay, I need to get out of the way because I'm in front of everybody. If I jump over here, would I be able to... Is that, like, some place I can move to? That space over there? Yeah, you can definitely get over to the other side of the grotto onto that lip of, uh, of stone and rock coming out. Yeah. All that yeah, space is traversable. I'm going to jump over here so that right. I can make way for everybody else, and that will be my turn. Yeah, the square to your south, you can't move to, but yeah, you can be there. No, I just I just needed to move my, my torch, because it gotcha. was under me. All right, inferior the sounds of spells, magic, and bleeding can be heard from up north. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to... The water's just... The water's just hot, right? It's not, like, scalding, it's just hot. Yes, and just seems to be just... Jacuzzi hot tub hot. Okay. Um, do I have any idea how deep it is? Mm, with all the mist that hangs over it, it is kind of hard to tell. With just a quick mm. glance. Well, can I just go first? Just to get him out of my way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I was just going to fly. Over here. Over by. Oh, I don't have. I don't have. I have a sight line on mine. Okay, give me one second. Perfect. There you go. Can you see? And yes. Perfect. And um. Ibis is going to rain iron on this water monster. Nice. Calling upon your pinions once again, Ibis able to streak out these metallic iron darts and they strike true with a 13 or 15 to hit. Uh, let's see here. For, let's see how much damage. Spicy damage. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, Spicy four damage. As uh, you can see, you can see these pinions, uh, or Ivis can see these pinions uh, sort of strike into it. And Nyx, I guess you can see it from where you are as well. And you see they seem to just sort of like pierce in a little bit and just get slowed quite heavily by the watery mass of this thing. Not really able to really dig and pierce into this thing quite as deeply as uh, it would flesh. All right, all right. And then Imperia is going to up to the water and like not step fully in it but like start to step in it see how deep it is 
yeah, stepping into it there, you can feel the, the heat from the water rise up past your foot, past your ankle. It's about halfway up your calf. Keep going. It's at past your knee, your and it seems to go up about halfway up to your thigh. And then it stops. I hit the ground. You hit the ground. Cool. I will... Huh. I will wade in to the water to here. Powering through the water as you step there, you can feel it sort of get a little bit deeper as the water rises up a little bit more uh, now to just about above your hip line as you are now entering difficult terrain. In what? Now the waste in water. Yeah, you're up to your waist in water. So like, um, is that like five feet? Because you know, Fury is like crazy tall, or is that like four feet? Cause she's crazy tall. Uh. Yeah, so about four and a half feet, I guess. Okay. Um, God, I have wings. You and me would drown. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the short people. Okay, and then I'm gonna. Um... That's it for you. No, that's not it. I'm, I was just having an internal bait. I am going to Hunter's Mark. I'm going to Hunter's Mark, the water creature. So, Inferia just kind of makes this gesture with her hand and almost like blows on her palm and then this um this <laughs> words um image appears on the water that is a grove of trees and the one in the middle has a copus with a chakram on top of it and it glows an eerie like green the same color as inferior skin and then, then I'm going to throw a chakram at this creature. <laughs> Nicely done. Bringing up your hunter's mark, marking with the green copus and chakram upon the tree, upon this creature, and throwing out your chakram with a nat 20. You soundly connect with this thing, as if you are you are required to dab. It is it is uh it is legally required. There you go. Oh, you did it. All right. <laughs> Failed. Failed the test. Goodbye. All right. Let's see. Look at that damage for. Nice eight damage from the shock room, and then the uh, hunter's mark as well. Oh yeah, I forgot to. You can double that, that, don't you? I do yep. apologize. Um, come back here. Um, what else? Where rolls a one? You, you get one. You get a second. Yep. I get. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it's crit. Five. Hey. There you go. <laughs> 
for a total of 14 damage as your chakram just spins through the air, striking quite true, almost right where that sign, this hunter's mark, uh, has appeared on it and just just, uh, tries to rip through this water. You can see it gets slowed down quite a lot as it's tearing through it, but it's still able to inflict a hearty amount of damage on it in spite of that before pulling itself through, following your throw and flying back to your hand. And then I'm going to use the rest of my movement to step back down the corner. <laughs> Indeed. Is this thing torn with it and marked by this strange magic? Seeing you approaching Nick, it looks, you can see its head sort of warble and turn and look to its, uh, its right uh, into this cavern where this strange soft cackling has been emanating from as it just seems to shift back Attached to the water, holding on to Versi. Uh, move this out of the way really quick. And just seems to almost sort of pull itself further up the river, trying to get itself away from you all. Because that is all it does. Let's see. And it seems to just sort of lower itself into uh, the water, keeping a hold of Versi but making itself a much harder target to hit as it just seems to be watching quite closely as it's going to take the dodge action. Theamos, it's on you. Theamos is going to run around this corner to see what's going on. Seeing the creature trying to slink away, he will continue his rush. Like action make it. Attempt to slash at this creature. As you move into the water, it is going to be difficult terrain just fording across it, but you are able to get up to this. What's up? You break it out so bad. Mm hmm. It's going to attempt to. Uh, Dad. Hold on. Let me try this. Hopefully, hopefully this helps. Going to lower my gate a bit there. That might be what's cutting me off, maybe. Um. Yeah, it is going. No, you're good. You make you make your way up to it, um, fording your way through the water, and it, you didn't see it just hanging itself low to the water, to the ground, trying to keep itself away from you, uh, as it is dodging, and you can see, uh, sort of clearly into this offshoot room, this hideous-looking mottled creature, but you're focusing your attention on the uh, strange water snake as let me get that attack roll with disadvantage ooh as it is just able just barely able to get itself away from you in time as you lash out with your sword splashing down into the water Uh, all right why did it skip her? That's weird. Uh, let me just cycle through. Okay. <laughs> you see this horrific looking creature just sort of come stumbling out. You hear the clatter of a bronze knife clattering against the stone as it drops it wet mottled hair hanging in front of its face <laughs> oh you're oh, 
pretty one, aren't you? <laughs> As do, 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 same for you. Got him. <laughs> I doubt that. As it moves up to you, do, 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 and is going to. Do, 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 now that you can see it quite clearly this thing is horrifying as it's going to reach back one of its hands you can see its long yeah. fingers seem to almost still get worse yeah, does it sound staticky or is it no you're just cutting out like your voice is disappearing yeah your mic's just turning off hmm silly mic uh, bear with me. Okay, I'm just gonna turn the gate off entirely and make sure that there's nothing in play. Okay, I think I know what the problem is. Yeah, we were getting, we were getting double gated there. For some reason it was set to automatically Determine input sensitivity, which was screwing. Do, 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 do. Good. And then I'll bring the gate back on because that should be set to where it needs to be. Don't want to have two gates, guys. Make sure your audio is good. All right, so we should be good going forward now. Now I set the level low enough. Um, you can see it's reaching back its hand, these long blue fingers. And you can see quite quickly, Theomos, what looks like the strange colorful pattern of hard rock just form over its hand as these like long talons am i still getting cut out no okay these long talons because I, I looked at brendan and i saw him like looking with like a look of worry and i was freaking out uh these long talons of what you can best guess is coral as it just lashes out at you trying to rip open your throat give me a defense roll dc 17. don't get cut wrong button Cut her back. Ooh, as it grabs at your chest and tries to rip you open. Let's see, what do we get for that spicy damage? Ooh, as these coral claws rip through you for nine slashing damage. (laughs) As it throws its head back in laughter, you can truly see its horrifying face. As do 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 do, as we'll have something interesting for when you start up your turn. As you can see, this thing's oh. horrific appearance now truly an utterly disgusting creature. Uh, as we come to you now, Atreus. Taking Sophia's politeness. This will move up. That's his movement. What can you see? Oh god, that thing is horrible. Yeah, so get get a little, little, little spicy zoomy zoom. (laughs) Oh my lanta! That is the horrifying Mm. thing. Yeah, seriously, uses action to dash. Why does a tongue looks like a cucumber? (laughs) I thought it was come closer and ask. No, thank you. Trap. Oh, yeah, as you come, uh, let's see. 
As you come around the corner, uh, Atreus, and you can see this thing, so go back to where you were before you dashed. Like around there? Actually, I guess. Yeah. As you see okay. this thing look up at you, blood uh, streaming down its coral claws, and you can see its horrifying appearance. Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. DC 11. Uh, oh no! Uh, Oof. As you come wait, around don't the you corner. Have any inspiration? Yeah, but what if I need it for something that actually needs to be rewilled? I'm about to scare the crap out of you. I don't know. You want to push past? You want to be a little scared, boy? Just the feared condition. It's okay. It's magically induced. If your friend, your party members, make magic taking <laughs> over your mind, then they really don't understand how magic works. I use my action to put Sophia in front of me as a shield. <laughs> I use her to tank up the fear instead. Soak it up. Yeah. Nice. As you, as you <laughs> come around the corner, effect. you weren't sure what it was that was making the sound, what it was that was accosting the oracle, and this thing that you are seeing is much worse than anything you could have anticipated. Something you've never seen before. Its appearance utterly alien to you and horrifying as you are forced to be afraid of it a supernatural presence as you are frightened what in the gods as that'll be a choice this time all right as we come now to you sophia Everyone advances forward, but it seems like uh, Atreus just rounds the corner and just stops dead in his tracks. Not really sure what's not going on. Not doing anything. Yeah, as a well, I'm not gonna just stand back here as I just poke my head out around the corner to take a look as I start to conjure up some. What do I see? <laughs> Give me a, a wisdom save. As you see this horrifying creature and. I'll use an inspiration. I'll use an inspiration. Calling upon your stoic, unemotional self, can you push past this supernatural fear? Barely! Just barely! With an 11! Utilizing your mythic inspiration to keep yourself calm and steady against this strange creature. Staying the visage of this creature. Things start to sort of ramble through her mind of what this thing might be as the fear starts to overcome her but she just blocks it out with just the thoughts of what is the thing she needs to do to stop this creature but as she does you know, it's only what really one thing she can do to aid as she's going to raise up a hand as a small stream of magic is going to strike out at not actually her but this strange elemental that seems like Theamos has his attention on, seems like the party is striking out first, and seeing if she can freeze away a bit of this and break it apart to free what she can only assume is the uh, the voice of the oracle that she's been hearing coming down this hallway. It's Bray Frost going for the elemental. Alright. Oof. Oof. Ooh, with a tin 
uh, and this thing still ducking and diving out of the way, seeing this cold energy sort of streaking towards it. Um, you can see this thing all like its mouth sort of just rearing up threatening towards Theomos and as you call upon this magic you can see its attention sort of shift to you for a moment and as the magic streaks towards it you can see what you would best interpret maybe as fear or surprise as this thing ducks into the water as quick as it possibly can to get away from that cold magic but it does so quite quickly and is able to dodge out of your spell alright yeah, I'm not going to try to, like, demon's version that. So I'm just going to duck back around the corner. Seems they are in a predicament. I think we're trying to strike down the living one. Do not look at the hag within. That's my turn. Really? As, <coughs> As Diana desperately clings to life, Ooh, but oh, the fates oh, oh, oh. towards her end tick upwards with a two on her death save. One to one. Put a little tracker. One failed, one passed. <coughs> As we come now to you, Mercury. Right, well, I'm going to go around this bend here. And I can see this creature now. Yep. So I'm uh, just going to. Yeah, you're good. Yep. I'm just gonna grab my wing, I'm gonna pluck a feather out of my wings, and I'm just gonna flick it as it just turns just this chilling ice as it just flies out as it sinks into this water trying to give it a little bit of freeze. Yeah, you can see, like, uh, in Themos, you can almost feel the water near you sort of begin to sort of heat up, trying to keep itself warm and resist this frostbite uh, sent towards it. As, oh, let's see. Oh, Jesus. As it is going to try to hang on here. Ooh, with a Ew. four to its con save. It is not going to your magic managing to grab a hold of it, and you can you can feel and and see uh, feel Theomos. You can feel the water shift quite rapidly, and you can see this thing sort of freak out as a portion of it just begins to freeze over. And as it freezes rapidly, cooling, you can see the hot water around it conflict with it, bursting with steam and exploding off of it as it takes more damage than your magic should have normally inflicted. Yes, but it still only takes two, because you rolled a one. <laughs> Woo! This thing right seems to be quite afraid and vulnerable to that which would freeze it. That's going to be my turn. All right. Just remember it has disadvantage on any weapon attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. On any weapon attack rolls? That's what the sheet says. So it's probably fine because it doesn't have any weapons. It counts for unarmed strikes. Oh, does it? Yeah, unarmed strikes are weapon attacks. Natural okay. weapons are yeah, weapon yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. They're, not, right, they're just not attacks with a melee weapon. Yeah, fucking... Uh, natural language. Just the way we should make the game. It's fine. Nyx, we come to you. Um... 
Well, first I'm going to use my spiritual weapon as a bonus action to attack uh, the elemental. Do I need a seer or can I just tell my spear to attack it? I am fairly certain you can just tell the spear to attack it. Oh, yes, spear, go, go whack it. With an eight. Technically still at disadvantage, but an eight will miss by itself, so that's fine. Yeah, I don't think I need to go lower than that. Okay, so with that, I'm just going to then, uh, I'm going to cast a Bane on that horrible creature and the water that's holding on to Versi. All right. Let's see if it sticks, shall we? Uh, so it'd be a charisma save, right? Um, yep. yes, charisma saving throw, DC 14. Oh, God damn. As both of them easily able, you can see the coraled hands of this thing sort of swipe away at whatever magic it is that's trying to uh, reduce its attack's effectiveness and just try to overpower it, make it weaker as this thing continues to cackle. <laughs> Unconcerned with your magic and this uh, large watery elemental seeps back into uh, the stream around it healing up a bit of its wound uh, by taking in some more water, but not actually healing. I'm gonna look over. I don't have the energy to get much closer, but there is somebody dying up there. That's, uh, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna say. End of my turn. Alright. Come to you now, Inferia. I have going to go first again. And You've, uh, what's your, what are you using for your, uh, for your microphone? Can you bring a little bit closer to your, your face? Oh, yeah. wanna... Is that better? Yeah. Cool beans. I think it was just turned away. Um, Ivis is going to go first again. And All right. He is going to screech at this hag. <laughs> Um, whatever. Um, so, DC 12 con save for the hag. Got you as Ivis flies forward, letting forth this piercing screech. <laughs> as. Ooh, with a 19. See this thing? <laughs> As it returns the screech back at it, unconcerned with whatever this thing is, as it continues to laugh and begins to bring up its hands, trying to take Theamus's head off. Um, Inferia is going to hear Ivis screeching and come back to this point and disregarding Sophia's warning not to go around the corner is going to come up back onto the uh, ledge right around the corner here 
<laughs> Indeed, as you come around the corner and you can see quite clearly this horrifying looking creature, I need a wisdom save from you, my friend. Ooh, with a nine, you can feel just this supernatural presence, this strange alien, awful looking thing. Going to use my mythic inspiration. All right, trying to push past uh, it. I, so I was reading it. I don't know if I understood correctly, but since I have three points, I can just like decide to succeed on it, right? Yeah, you can go ahead and grab all three of those inspiration points and just decide to decide to resist it, utilizing the legendary resistance and just succeed if you want. Yep. Ignoring that fail result, or you can spend one point and re-roll it. Two points. The legendary resistance is only two points. And there you go. Okay, then I'm gonna do that. Using two of your points to just push yourself past this thing. You need to succeed. You need to be a hero. Nicely done. Yes. And then I am going to um battle cry. <laughs> just like that. And throw my um <laughs> wait. So considering Wait, where'd it go? Battle cry. Sorry, I had to put that out there. And then I'm going to throw my chakram at, actually, at the um, hag, even though I have advantage on the other. I got you. Tunner's mark on the other one. Yeah, I'm still going to throw it at the hag. All right. As do, 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 do. a 20, thanks to Mercury's bless, will definitely connect as this thing is laughing. <laughs> And your chakram comes soaring in, cutting into it. Let me get that damage. Spicy damage. Nice. Ooh. Eight slashing damage. Nice. <laughs> As you can see, this thing's attention now turned down towards the rest of you. <laughs> You're going to regret that. Is that it for you? Um. Yeah. Wait. How tall is this creature? Mm, it's a little hard to tell. It looks like it's kind of like big and gangly. Um, and it looks like it's maybe about five and a half feet tall. But it also looks like it's like horribly, uh, hor horrifically bent over and hunched. Uh, so it's hard to tell because it's not really standing all the way up with its back straight. It's just like croned over. So does it look like Ivis could fly over it without getting nabbed? Uh, like you mean fly over it without uh, provoking an attack of opportunity? Yeah. Looking at its uh, its arms and kind of just guesstimating, it does look like there's only enough space to sort of just pass over uh, within five feet of it. So it, it would provoke okay. an attack of opportunity, but it could do it. Okay. It could fit. It could fit, but it would probably attack So we're good then. We are done. All right. And actually, no, wait. Ivis is going to do that anyways. All right. That's the best. That's the best feeling. It's like, sure, we're just going to do it. 
Wait, where's the, where's, there she is. How many feet is that? Perfect. So Iris is gonna come over here to the commoner. All right, pushing in past the sea hag. <laughs> I was just gonna lash up at it with its horrifying claws. Do, 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 do. I need Iris to try to evade out of the way. Defense roll, DC 17. Ouch. <laughs> oh, Ivis, you fucked. As this creature rips at it, coral tearing through the metal for 10 damage, parts scattering to the ground. <laughs> but Ivis is able to continue on flapping and fluttering its way into the room. 10 damage, you said, right? 10 damage, <laughs> yep. And Ivis is going to land on the commoner and stabilize her. Hey, nicely done, utilizing... Using that potion. No, it can just stabilize as a... Yeah. He's not going to use the potion without being told to use the potion, but he will stabilize her. Yeah, utilizing its bonus action to stabilize Diana. As it closes up her horrifying wound. Almost decapitated her. As, let's see here... As we come now to the water weird. <laughs> this thing moving in the water. You can see the tendrils holding onto, Hele- or onto uh, Versi and two of them let go, putting Versi behind it now, hanging onto her only by her arm sort of suspended in this uh, almost crucifixion-like pose dangled behind her as two more of these tendrils come up towards you, Theomos, now and try to lash out at you. I need a defense roll, DC 17. Uh, you have advantage on it, though. Still 16. So I will re-roll that. Utilizing your inspiration, moving yourself out of the way faster. You cannot afford to fall here as you are able to take out away from his strike with a 20. Nicely done. This thing just sort of rolls in your face. Water and, and gurgling steam coming out at you. As you can see, it seems to be readying itself for another strike at you, but unable to move quick enough. Theamos, it comes to you as I need a wisdom saving throw is this thing that ripped at your shoulder and neck before looks down at you cackling eerie glow coming from its eyes <laughs> let's just, just, just read that one too yeah but doing like everything you can now. to not feel the fear of this thing pushing down on you you can feel like it almost looks taller it looks stronger what are you doing here? This thing's gonna kill you. As you are frightened. I really wanted to attack this turn. But seeing... Feeling emotions that he doesn't really... Feel often... He realizes that he. I am echoing. Who am I kind of coming off? Don't bother me. Yeah, you're coming me. Alright. Uh, 
realizing that he's feeling emotions that he doesn't feel often enough. I will press my hand into my chest and cast heroism on myself. Hey, nice. Digging in deep, calling on a bit of magic and your own will and channeling that into yourself to push this fear out of you. You can see her presence turns back to normal. Her limbs just seem their gross, gangly selves, but not all imposing, not horrifying any longer. Just a foul creature that will fall to your blade. Uh, that one right Do all right. Indeed. Make sure to modify your AC accordingly. <laughs> Save. I'll take your head in a moment, boy. But you, <laughs> you seem to be quivering behind that big shield of yours. What are you scared? As this thing's horrifying appearance, this magical supernatural presence seems to emanate from it and push past into your vision, Atreus. This thing just seems to be... You can feel yourself losing consciousness as I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw as against this thing's death glare as it's bearing all of its presence down upon you. Oh, no. DC 11. Not the death glare. Can't be that bad. DC it's just called death glare. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It's right. the mom look. Oh, no. Not the death glare. Oh, really? Okay. Now we'll use the inspiration. Well, it's a wisdom save, so you actually rolled worse. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. It's con, right? Five. Eighteen. <laughs> just let it roll four times. It's fine. You know. How much inspiration did you have? Two. All right, I'm gonna take both of your uh, both of your inspirations for that reroll from the five to the eighteen. Fair enough. What was that? Wait. I said I'm going to take both of your inspiration. Cheating. Yeah, I'm gonna take both of your uh, your inspiration because you know you, you threw the d20 like four times in all technicality. Whew. I mean, no, I had two inspiration at the start. I don't have any anymore. Which is why I used it the first time, and now I'm using it again. But yeah, hell. Okay. Uh... As you can feel yourself losing your strength and digging in deep to push past it with your missing inspiration as you are at zero of those <laughs> braver than you look uh, well that's fine as this thing just seems a step towards you now let us get intimate boy <laughs> You lash up at it. Uh, that is able to connect, getting past her defenses. She seems to be almost ignoring you, leaving you to the strange, watery creature, trying to get past this uh, this soldier that's coming to try to stop her, as that will connect for nine damage. <laughs> well, oh, I said wait your turn, boy! As it seems to just reach back, coral encapsulating its arm and claws as it lashes out 
over trying to get past your shield, Atreus, because I need a defense roll, DC 17. Oh. Minus three, but yeah. yeah. As it pierces past your defense roll of 11, cutting you open and spilling your blood. Mm. A grazing wound. Just grimaces. Of eight slashing damage. Four modifiers. That would be six. Indeed, still able to take advantage of your heavy armor, move yourself out of the way. As now it comes to your turn. <laughs> Give me a another. Is that the start? Yeah. Uh, that's nice. You can, you can just like bring up your shield and avert your eyes from it if you want, but you will, of course, be uh, dis attacking at disadvantage. Disadvantage you... anyways! Yeah! Dun, 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 dun. Wow, thanks, game. <laughs> so I do uh... get a saving throw at the start of my turn. Da, 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 da. No, no, because you're still, you're still frightened from the initial save. Uh, anyway, you just saved against the death glare, which does not uh, end the frighten. So you're, st you're still currently frightened from the original save. But you will get a save at the end of your turn. Okay, so it is at the end of the turn. Yes. Okay. I was like, hmm, that's quite generous for me to make the saving at the beginning, because now I have a chance and I have to attack a disadvantage. Nope. Oh, can't suffer from double, di double disadvantage. Well, it doesn't matter anyways, because even if the creature isn't in my sights anymore, I'm still working with disadvantage. The trace, formally, uh, this creature was nice enough to close the gap. Trace will sort of lift his shield up to avert his eyes from hers, from her eyes and his, and his from hers, as she will attempt to stab out at the thing, the creature. The hag. Alright, what's a hag? 12. <laughs> As your spear goes over, you don't feel any purchase, no connection with her. Why are you cowering behind your shield, boy? Don't you want to look at my face? <laughs> I've seen Cyclopses I believe in you. <laughs> you can feel, once again, like the claw is sort of scraping up against your shield. Don't hide, I'm coming for you. As, what else do you want to do? That's all I got. All right. I am afraid. I'm afraid that my lust will overwhelm me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> coming out to you, Sophia. Yeah, seeing that, uh, or hearing this creature approaching from the other side of the rock in front of a train and striking out at him, uh, I'm going to take a half step back, keeping the water elemental in my sights reaching out my hand, and then once again, this beam of cold energy striking forward, trying to freeze and break away this strange water creature. All right, conjuring a bit of magic. 
trying to strike two. This thing fo not focused on its defenses hey. any longer. A 19 will solidly connect with it. Hey. For seven cold damage, once again, you can feel, you can see the tendrils whipping up to lash out at Theomos, and then again, <gasps> as it catches all the cold right into what you can only guess would be its face, and you can see it freezing up solid before <laughs> shattering again in conflict with the hot water that comprises it. As it seems to whip back and forth, headless steam emanating from all around it before its head begins to reconfigure. And you can feel Theomos, the water from around you, sort of sink a little bit as it pulls more of it up into it. As it takes a lot of damage from that. Oof. 14, to be exact. As you can see the bubbles and steam emanating from its mouth as it looks down at you in fury feel that I pushed away the strange supernatural glare of this creature as I looked upon it but I have the need to experiment as with my magic struck this creature I take a moment move myself around the corner and gaze at the hag standing and attacking Atreus and see how her visage looks to me now <laughs> crazed and horrifying but something that you can tolerate, bring yourself level against. If you fight off her looks once, you'll be bastioned against it. Hold yourself, Atreus. That's oh, yeah, don't they get the saving throw? Yes! Thanks for giving me. Need your turn. Yeah. Yeah. End of your turn. With Sophia's words. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just Useless. I hate you, Sophia. Yeah. Just back around the corner once again, keeping this water elemental in my sights as I start to conjure up with some more magic to strike it again. But that is my turn. All right. Experiment successful. Indeed. Forming a hypothesis and testing it rigorously. You have a theory now, as, let's see, we come now to Diana, wound closed with, how does, how would you imagine Ivis stabilizing someone? This woman's throat cut open by this wicked knife, blood everywhere. What do you, what do you picture for your magical contraption? I picture that Ivis, you know that's the Harry Potter, where... Fox cries on Harry. Yeah! Yes. Phoenix tears, baby. I 100% see Ibis like, landing on her chest and tilting his head and just crying on her wound and chirping softly, encouragingly. Indeed. <laughs> a bit of a magical salve pouring from this creature's eyes onto this wound and slowly but surely, not fast enough to truly heal, but to keep someone from dying, at least. Give them time to be saved. Nice. As Diana is just going to sort of shrink away and slink, you can hear uh, like the clatter of coins and, and wealth as she sort of backs herself up and away, grabbing at her throat and trying to make sure she's not dying any longer. As she is not. Mercury! I can still see this creature, right? From right there. I, mean, I can see him. 
Let me see. I'm checking your vision. Uh, da, 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 da. I would say I know I, I know what you're planning on using, but I would say just for reference, uh, based on the vision, I would say that he would be gaining the benefit of partial cover. But perhaps that is not going to matter with your magic at uh, at your beck and call. But you can see him, yes. Indeed, as once again the wings just seen. There's probably still some ice chunks, maybe from when it exploded, as just the the gusts of my wind will seem to just kind of pick up those chunks of ice and spin them and launch them right back into this visage as I will cast Frostbite again. Ooh, as that will come into effect, perhaps? Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Did you, like, close your whole roll 20? Oh, Nicely right. done. Yep. Oh. So proud of you. And this thing reeling back from the blow from Sophia and feeling this cold magic beginning to crawl up it again just seems to submerge as much of itself as it can back into the warm, flowing waters of this grotto, able to just barely push off your magic. As you can hear, like, this... Oh. I'll do the same. I don't care. As... I see this thing just kind of trying to sneak away as two of my feathers will just kind of shift to an even darker blue as crystals will fly off of it as I will quicken spell another frostbite on it. Alright, as it submerges down, believing it's the heat of the grotto is able to push itself off, thinking it's safe, not suspecting that another burst of magic is coming after it. Ooh, but it is able to resist it, unfortunately. The warm waters of this place inuring it to your bursts of cold. That's my turn. Alright. As we come now to you, Nyx. Do I have to make a save in front of the thing? Yes, now that you can properly see it. So give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, just Ooh. barely Do able. Use my insp- okay. Now DC it. eleven, as you can see, the shadow behind it lengthen. The body that that it is by stretching and contorting, becoming more and more horrifying. As you are able to force yourself to push past its supernatural presence, perhaps calling upon the wisdom and words of Valis in this time of need. What do you do? I'm going to wave my hand around and with my free hand do a, a gesture as if I'm throwing a spear so that my spiritual weapon actually launches at this creature with an 11. Yeah, moving down and flying towards this strange, horrifying creature. <laughs> you can see it, it sort of look at you now as you're like shaking off its magic and you can see its glowing eye zip over to the left as it sees your spear just in time and sort of contorts itself down lower to the ground almost until like a crab walk as the spear clinks against the ground, against the uh, wall behind it. <laughs> you're going to have to be quicker than that, dear! Oh, I as bet I you taste delicious! You can see his tongue that, whip. A star shoots down from behind him. Or her, rather. Alright, give me... DC yep. 14? DC 14. As, let's see... Uh, let me switch it to the public. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, a bit quicker, but not quick enough. We will strike you down one way or another. <laughs> Try all you want, dearie. <sighs> As we come now to you, Inferia. Alrighty. Iris is going to fly back around the corner. And pinion storm the hag, raining iron on this horrible creature. <laughs> As the pinions strike into the stone, this thing easily able to get itself up and out of the way, from, away from uh, Ivis's pinions. Perhaps a bit of the damage making a little bit too much noise as Ivis comes up behind her. <laughs> Beset on all sides, but Sidon is with me. Fun. <laughs> and then, um... Then Imperia is going to take a step back and realizing that in order to fully focus on this hag, she has to take care of the water thing first. She is going to throw both of her chakram at the creature with her hunter's mark advantage uh hunter's mark battle cry combination advantage nicely done <laughs> both of your chakras going spinning out with advantage and with a 26 on the first and a 15 on the second both of them will connect you can see this thing rising back up out of the water, getting ready to maybe bite down on Theomos or engulf him as your chakrams tear into him for... 19 damage? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. How do you want to do this? <laughs> yes. Fiercely, fiercely, um finished with this creature Inferia takes a step back and then just swinging both chakrams out quickly and violently so that they arc around um, so they arc around Atreus and between him and the hag and just towards the water creature and just completely slice it in half one after the other you see the water still holding itself together, split down into the flowing uh, stream as the two pieces of it bubble and steam and just begin drip, drip, drip. As the whole thing falls apart, collapsing away into the water, gone. You can hear Versi splash into the water behind, uh, behind where it was as this thing is dead and gone. Yes. Brilliant. 
girl. I will take you to meet him as well. Come here! Come here! As this thing, this horrifying creature now seems enraged and furious at you, as it seems to be scrapping and scratching at Atreus, trying to move him out of the way, trying to get to you now, Inferia. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, take a step this way with what rates of my movement. <laughs> Don't you run from me, girl! Don't you run! As we come to you, Theamos, this watery creature splits in half and collapsed away. Versi looking, as best you can tell, safe, flowing in the water. What do you do? So, like, she's above the water. She's not, like, face down in the water drowning. Yeah, yeah, and it's immediately apparent from looking at her that she's a water nymph, so she can't drown. She'll be all right. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. So... They almost will turn around and get behind this creature and attempt to stab her in the back. <laughs> Clawing at Atreus, trying to get out of the way, not really paying attention to you, but maybe the sound of you stepping onto the stone? Nope, it's too late as your sword pierces in for seven damage. <laughs> You can feel and hear bones crack and contort as this thing seems to almost crack its neck to look back at you. Oh, pretty boy! <laughs> Yikes. I don't, I don't know if I can do this, but as uh, my blade is inside her back, uh, it will begin to glow as... I don't know if I can do this. I will try to use a point of inspiration to Divine Smite. Because it utilizing, uses a spell uh, spot, but it... Utilizing one of your inspirations to... Uh, yeah, I believe that should allow you to cast a spell, uh, not to replace a spell slot in the need of a smite. And remember, you gotta use your, your bonus action to charge those smites ahead of time, too. Alright, so I'll just use a Charm Divinity to get back a small slot. Alright. It says that you can cast without a spell slot. Yeah, you but. Use uh, a point equal to the spell slot. Spell. He's Spikes not actually trying to cast spells. anything, though. He's just trying to smite. Yeah. Okay. So in his case, smiting is like a feature resource, yeah. not a, a spell. Oh. Yeah. I see. Move! Get off me! Come here, girl! Come here! This thing <laughs> is now just furious, trying to get past Atreus as his long coraled claw now wrapped both in coral. You can see just this foul-looking blue-green ichor dripping from it now, trying to rip past you, uh, Atreus. I need a defense roll. DC 17. DC 17. Jesus Christ. Oof. 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 Indeed. Able to get past your shield and rip into you. Ooh, Jesus. For 14 slashing damage. Tearing into you. That's fine. I'm so loud. I said mouth, boy! As you can see her just pull up a bit of a uh, 
what looks like magic, not really casting a spell, just calling on whatever this supernatural creature is. And you see her muscles begin to like bulge and contort and she just poof, tries to force you out of the way. Uh, she's gonna try to push you do, 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 with her second uh, attack. Shove action. A little shovey shove. With a 21. <laughs> trying to push Very you into the water. Hag. Yeah. All hags are strong. Good. You know your place. Stay there. <laughs> this thing just seems to bound quickly. <laughs> Cut up from the back by Theomos. For another 12 yeah, damage. You're uglier than a walrus that's been dead on a beach for four weeks. I'll rip your wings out, you insolent insect! <laughs> As it moves up to you, Inferia, rage and fury in its eyes, magic coursing along its strange coral claws, looking to rip your head from your body. But perhaps Atreus can intercede once more. <laughs> that would be nice. Do I have my reaction? Oh wait. Okay, I guess yeah, I she didn't, she, yeah, she didn't actually uh, move out of any of your oh, spaces she didn't. though. No, no, she's like, no, I think just he, sort of... my turn. I think he has to be in range of the ally though. Yeah. yeah. But Plus, no, no attack actually made uh, against her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. <laughs> As... Oh. Yeah, it's beard. But don't. Ooh. Still can't see. Blindly stabbing. Yeah, just Ooh. keeping your shield up. Try not to look at this thing. Going off of sound alone. This thing's making plenty of noise, scrapping and scraping on the ground. But 13, it's just able to hop out of the way just in time as it seems to be trying to pounce down on Inferia now. Uh, as a 13 will not connect. Be sure to give me another wisdom save. See if you can push past this thing's supernatural presence. Fifteen. Fifteen. Is what, what does Atreus do to find his center? Uh, I guess he just takes a deep, calming breath. No, he doesn't really have a second wind because he used it earlier. So, just sort of drawing upon that same power, the same inspiration he has from his second wind, and then... Just stealing his nerves. All right. Letting that calmness wash over him. Indeed. Knowing that, eh, it's not that bad. Probably. Finally able to shake it off. Now we come to Sophia. You can see this creature now up close and personal to you. Not afraid or not uh, worried about you in the slightest. All of its fury focused on Inferia. What do you do? <laughs> She starts charging around the corner as I get face to face with her. I just take a step forward in front of Inferia. Your pettiness is over. Everything has its place, but your ugliness, it should not exist. As I just reach up my hand, you can see tattoo on her forehead start to glow. Her left arm starts to glow with the tattoo's upper arms. As much like when she does the ritual of 
sort of recoalescing her magic and calling upon more by drawing the latent magic out of her body. It sort of glows in her left hand, surges up her right hand as she reaches out and just puts her right hand right on this hag's forehead as mist just explodes in her face as I'm going to use two inspiration points to cast a second level spell with a little sleeping draw. Do you have more than 33 health? What is it you're saying? <laughs> As she collapses down to the ground dramatically, you can see the coral on her head shrinking away. She just goes fully unconscious. That is enough out of you. Cut it down now, if you wish. She remain like that for a minute or so. So I just step back away from her. Get away from her ugliness. That's All me. right. Diana is stable, still cowering away. Mercury, you see this creature full of fury and anger, then just a burst of this gray mist from Sophia. And you see her sway and hit the ground, unmoving. But you can see just the, the rise and fall of her haggard breathing. She appears to be just unconscious, not dead. Brown? Yes. Unless, uh... Well... Yeah, she falls unconscious. Yeah. Well, I say we all just, uh, mosey on around her, and on the count of seven, we just, uh, open all hail on her. Because I'm going to hold my action for everyone else to oh get around God. her and attack all at once. <laughs> I feel like she's just This die. is, like, five levels too early for this bullshit. <laughs> I told you, sleeping drought was good! You didn't believe me! Just, How do I believe you? Die. So I'm gonna hold my action to get more people in range so that we can all attack at once. Alright. With nothing else preparing to accost you, nothing else changing the situation, as you all are able to easily gather yourselves around this sleeping foul creature and put a finishing end to her without any problem or qualm. Because I assume none of you were going to use any spell slots to do so? No, I just have a spear. No. Nope. Floating spear. Alright, ready? One, right. two, <laughs> three. Oh, I did 12. She probably didn't get hit by me. Um, I'm using my. They I'm just transferring my. One of, one of the melee people are going to kill her. Yeah, it's a crit for melee, dude. Oh. If no. anybody can hit her. <laughs> Next I'm miss. transferring my Hunter's Mark to her and switching to a Copies. Alright. There you I'll go. I'll say that. I will say because Atreus is the last person, they're probably all going on Atreus's queue. So. Well, Inferia. Inferia would have hit. Yep. Crit damage. And that'd be a crit, so roll the damage again for me. That's what I know. We're, we're only a, like two short, so. Okay, and then you also rolled an actual. Peter crit. just crits anyways. Yeah, Peter just crits anyways. <laughs> no, I, I think he changed it. He changed it to one yeah, because yeah. that's easier. Ten damage. Okay, yeah. So looking at the quick maths, you guys are easily able to do it. With you got enough hits, it'd be really unlikely for you all to miss. But she did have enough health there. I had to make sure. Thirty-five. You all gather around and blap this foul creature back to whatever foul place she crawled out of. <laughs> Good riddance. 
Nice hell, sweet. Sophia, that was a it was oh. a hell of a thing you right did there. You just knocked. Thank her right you, out. Sophia. That certainly saved my life. I do believe. Quite. Do not, do not. Angered. Hey, hey then there, uh, Oracle. You all right back there? Oracle, are you I'm okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. As you see her, just like swim out and pull herself onto the ground. Diana. Diana. Ivis has helped her. I'm okay, Versi. I'm fine, I'm fine. A strange metal thing saved my life. How is, how is Versi interacting with Diana? Is uh, you she just see standing her. over her? No, she, she fucking slides down on her knees and just sort of like cradles her uh, hand behind the neck, holding on to her, making sure she's okay. As you can see just a, a host of concern and worry on her face. Oh, thank the five, you are all right. <sighs> Truly tragic, all of this. Thank you, heroes, for getting here when you did. I am sure I was not- a creature of Sidon. <sighs> a creature foul, fame magic twisted. <sighs> but- Working for my father, I am sure of it, yes. They were caught the stuff yeah. above. They were attacking your... Their... That would be the proper term for it, because I, the only term I can Attendance. think of is servant, but... Tendant! There you Attendance, go. priest, Attendance. uh, yeah. Attendants. Yeah. <sighs> we took care of them as well, but... Seems they only had one target truly in mind. Indeed, it seems that way. I was sure I was not going to be here much longer. Is, uh, is Kyra with you? Yes. Yes, she's Kyra. behind us. Further uh, yeah, behind, yeah. away from the danger. I'm don't trying step to... on that thing in the water. It's really gross. Um, yep. Versi, are you okay? I, I'm fine, Kyra. I'm fine. Um, thank you all so much. Can you... Can you all help Diana back upstairs to Proteus? Just give me a few moments to speak with, with Kyra alone. I would appreciate it immensely. I see I know you do you need help walking? Referring to Diana? Yes. Yeah, you can see her sort of get herself up to her feet. She sort of stumbles for a moment. Uh, yeah, an, an arm or two would be really helpful. Yeah, I'll, I'll help her walk upstairs. And as she wraps her arm around me, I will give her five hit points from my lay on hand. Oh, oh, bless, bless you, you are, you are a healer. Uh, oh, thank you, I can, I can feel my strength. Oh. As she just seems to, she seems to bring herself standing up uh, a lot more firmly, the color returning to her face. She doesn't look like she's on, on death's door any longer. Uh, looks a lot better, but she sort of, sort of stumbles to the shock of it all, seeming to still be a bit much for her as she gladly takes your help. Uh, out. I know you're all eager. I, 
I just need a few, a few minutes. That's understandable. You can see Versi sort of looking down at the, the blood uh, of Diana spilled all throughout this place as the sea hag split open her neck and it was quite messy. <sighs> Come, my it's... friends, let us leave the Oracle and uh, Kyra to their talk. Government. Indeed. Right. Um. Well, uh, we'll be upstairs, I guess. You just take your time and whatnot. <sighs> Sophia, you find out anything over here? I'll let you know in a moment. God. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, I missed God. your, I missed your, uh, your bit there. My bad. Uh, yeah, so searching through the body, uh, you do find two things. One, you find a very, very nice looking black pearl. You wager base assessment, probably worth about 200 gold. Quite nice. Quite rare. 200 what? Drachme? Yeah, gold? What is is this foreign currency, sir? I don't understand. (laughs) 200 Drachme. John, go ahead and get yourself a point of inspiration. (laughs) Catching me there. Catching me slipping. Uh There's so many things I'm excited about. I'm sorry. Um, and you also find a little note. On it, you see written quite plainly, Helica, I bid you now make good upon the oath of service that once you swore to me. You know the secret ways through the forgotten sea to the cave where my daughter dwells. Find her and bring her to Praxis unharmed, and I will release you from your oath. Sidon, Lord of all. As, give me one moment. Hand out. Wait, a hand out? I got you, baby. I got you. Boom! Yep, boom. Oh, there it is. <laughs> what a shitty signature for I can't for copy and paste that. No, you can't. Enjoy transcribing. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my god. I just copy the image and just paste it into Google Doc. Yeah, Probably. I just do that. There we Snip go. Pasted. Now you can actually hang on to the handout. It's even more flavorful. It's better notes that way. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, that's cool. Um, notes. From side and And it looks like. As we suspected. Large black and pearl. Everything else is just refuse from the sea, it seems. Yeah, shells and seaweed coat her. Nothing of any value, all of it putrid and gross. At all. I'll hand the note off to Mercury since he's asked me, so we can take a look at it. Uh, but I, I hold up the pearl to him, but then just stick it in my... Right. Huh. So, 
hop over. Try to hop over. I'm gonna fucking take a step back because I gotta get a running start to make over this five foot jump. And hop over the water. As uh, I'm also gonna go over to where the water elemental was and try to uh, try to find any pieces that are still frozen, if there are any remaining. Uh, looking around, it is hard to see. This whole area is full of really, really hot water. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. I will say, for logical reasons, you're going to need probably a nat 20. Jesus. We'll get a nat 20. Do it! Be the best. Uh, While he's, so while looking he's around, doing that. everything seems to have thawed or flown away. Flowed away, rather. Okay. Sorry. Should have done that first. Nyx is going to investigate these magical carpets. Whatever one is not totally burnt up. Well, this one's toasty, this one's not as toasty. Yeah. yeah those... I just want to get a look at their uh, their fibers. I don't know if that's something that like Nyx may have heard about before, but it's a magical carpet, and that's kind of interesting. Yeah, sure. Hit. Go ahead, give me an investigation check, and let me know what it is. Are you, are you trying to just like analyze the carpet, or take a look at like the magic uh, about it? Mostly the magic, yeah. All right, uh, you can go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Ah. A 13. Um, sort of calling, thankfully you are a spellcaster, so sort of calling on a bit of your own, well, channeling of blessings. It does follow a lot of the same rules, oddly enough. Looking at this, it is hard to discern what exactly these things are. You have not experienced these animated objects before. Uh, but you would wager it mostly, it must have some connection to changing things, changing the properties of things, and perhaps maybe even bringing things into existence. You're not entirely sure. Um, perhaps a connection to transmutation, Perhaps a connection to Conjuration, uh, the actual enchantment, you do not know. Okay, that's all I wanted. Next for you, or right, you still seem hurt. As long as there's nothing else standing in our way, I should be fine. Well, I can still kill you. I have a little bit of magic left. Huh. Well then, as I, uh, hop on over, then if you don't mind. Now what's the magic word? <laughs> Please, Theomos. <laughs> as you all begin to depart, you can hear a hard sob echoing up through the grotto. Someone seems to be overwhelmed with sadness, shedding tears for the events that have transpired here. Come, let's make haste to the other attendants. Indeed. 
Do, 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 do. Like, still, stop breaking out of reality. No. I have to carry a, a torch with me for the immersion. Yeah, go ahead and position yourselves just in the uh, in the spawn square where you would be, uh, where you would return. Beat uh, me up, Scotty. Yeah, I'm I got just you. Waiting guys. in there for that turn order because we're still on initiative. Yeah, I need to clear it. My <laughs> bad. Yeah. Well, we're all, right. all dead. Bring you all over to the little theater of the mind during the day area. As you're old apart, and you're hard sobbing and step back up out of the grotto up to the upper layer. And you can see soon the surviving attendants collect and attend to the bodies around and about upstairs. You can see them as you move throughout this place, piled in different spaces and sorted about. Medical attention being given and wine passed out to the survivors. As you can see, uh, in short order, uh, Proteus come back to you all hearing your footsteps coming up. Uh, is the Oracle all right? Were you able to stop She's that fine. creature? Safe oh, and sound. Good. Good. Uh. There's there's one who needs your aid, however. Um, Diana? Yes. The Oracle bid us bring her to you. Let's see if this works. Andreas will take the yeah. potion. Boop. Okay. As Diana sort of stumbles uh, forward, oh, I am glad you are all right, Diana. Come, come, rest with the others over here. As Proteus leads her away, as you can see, uh, the attendants going about cleaning this area up and the like as uh, you guys would have enough time for a 15 minute short rest if you all want to do anything or talk about anything uh, before we move to the next scene so I'm just going to be like well, well, yep, excuse, pardon me right excuse me pardon me right got to get out of this hallway yep pardon me yep excuse me <laughs> don't do well in closed spaces yep everybody's first thing I'm just going to pop a squat next to this pool as everybody seems to be tending to their wounds as Pretty much like I just did a second ago, but this time, with more peaceful rest, I can actually call upon the reserves of my magic. And draw in the gray from one side and bring it to the other, as I'm going to regain some spell slots. Now I'm going to sit down and take a short rest as well. Just in um, case I get So will I. Can't do that yet. Can't do that yet. I'm just looking at my stuff. What I can and can't do. Why does it say D? Oh my god, did my character sheet break again? Possibly. Not I said you a D ten. <laughs> You're just rolling the D and only getting one one of the D. I think only that's the single D. You need. Oof. Yeah, it went back down to it. One D plus three. 
Is the temperature better now? Yeah, as you all enjoy uh, the benefits of the short rest, finally able to sort of come to a rest, no longer fighting for your lives and for the lives of others, you're finally able to acclimate to at least the interior of this place. It's warm, it's humid, but it is no longer uncomfortable. So it's it's noticeable? More noticeable. Yes, thank you. It is noticeable. No, it was fine. It was noticeable downstairs because Jordan said it was noticeably warm. Uh, uh, <laughs> he used the exact word, so I moved I it from uncomfortable to noticeable. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. Pretty much everybody's at hit points, so there's not really a point in casting Goodberry, is there? Uh, you could do it for flavor. <laughs> for literally the what? flavor of your Goodberry. Yeah, for, yeah, for literally just the purpose. Yeah, for the oh, purpose and for the ration, that's why. I was like, I was like, there's a reason why do this. I'm gonna give everybody a good berry. Rations. What? There it is. So, uh, what, 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 what is this inferior? This is a berry of the contains nutrients and and healing is something that as a dryad I can I can bring to me wherever I am. You'd be a fool to refuse a dryad's fruit. So as I'm looking at this fruit and or berry, what does this fruit and or berry look like? It looks kind of like, have you ever seen a blue raspberry? Yeah. It's like a raspberry, but it's like a darker blue, and it's more, it's not like an avocado. (laughs) It's much smaller (laughs) than that. It's like a watermelon. Is it like a blackberry, but like lighter it's like, blue? Or like... It's like this, it's like, it's like, it's like the size of a raspberry, but denser, a lot denser, and kind of a bluish-blackish color, and it tastes sweet. Um, it tastes like a, um, it, it tastes kind of like a raspberry, but not quite as, um, not quite as sweet as a raspberry. Is this gonna make my tongue all blue and whatnot? No. Don't be ridiculous. Could it though? That'd be cool. <laughs> pop it in my mouth. I'm gonna pop it right in there too. Thank you, Inferia. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna cut it in half with my sword. And eat half of it and feed the other half to Darius. Oh. There's enough for Darius to have his own. There's enough for Darius to have like four. <laughs> it produces ten berries. I mean, if you don't protect it, he'll eat it all. Nyx is gonna uh, sit next to Inferia. And what about you? Are you alright? From yesterday. Oh, well. I will recover. It, it. It's good for me today to be useful in this battle. I still. It will <laughs> take a long time for me to be hmm. okay with. Or, or confident again. That's understandable. I hope that the Oracle can aid me. Me too.
And you? How are you today? Just awaiting to finally ask a question, a few questions, <laughs> that I've needed answers for a very long time. And as she says that in Fury, you can see Nyx look down at her one-sleeved arm. Not really doing anything with it, just looking down upon it. I see. <laughs> Nymph bonding moment. Diamond, as the others finish their rest, new company for for just a moment. Heard can you accompany me for just a moment? Sure. For what? Thank you. I left my things outside. I have enough magic to protect myself, but I don't want the steam to be angry once again and maybe left by my lonesome. You could just say you want to spend time with me. You know, it's, it's fine. It's a normal thing for women. Gets up, starts walking away. That is exactly not what I'm asking for, but <laughs> whatever you want to. We'll be right back, everybody. All right. Y'all be safe down there. Very well. You walk outside and I jump his bones! No. Uh, I just go back my back on my shit. That would have escalated really quickly. You all head back down out of the tunnel into this space. Soldiers' bodies gone, blood still staining the bits of the stone. Those strange steam creatures gone from your sight. Does it seem mm -hmm. like this place has calmed down a little bit, like the steam has thinned, or does it look basically the same as it was before? It's a good look at you. As in fact, it does actually look like the steam has lessened. You can actually see a lot clearer to the opposite side of this uh, this river flow. You can see the actual wall quite clearly now, whereas before it was much, much thicker, on the verge of being completely unpassable uh, in terms of vision. Suppose my worries were without merit. Thank you, either way. So I just go up here and pick up my backpack and other things that I, I had to strip off before. It was unbearable. And then start heading back. Alright. I made myself really want bear. No! You were lagging you real bad there, Dougie. Cheat. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> Is it still lagging? No, it's, it's better, better now. now. We bring the... Okay. Alright, no one say anything, because it sort of freaks out when I do this. Alright, there we go. That should be better. Thank you. <sighs> you all are able to easily head out there and grab your bag, not lose your spell book. I know you were quite worried. I didn't want to get jumped by steam dudes. <laughs> yeah. After the conclusion of your do 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 rest, Where's and your things. Needs... Sorry. Oh my god. 
Where's Ivis? Because he gets a good very health point too, but I don't know where he went. Oh, he's dead. No, he's not. You can, uh, you can drag it out. Yeah, you can just click oh, on yeah, his yeah. name and drag him out, and his token should appear. Right, I forgot I could do that. Yeah, he's your Pokemon. He's my Pokemon. You're my best friend. And he gets a good berry too. Oh, Ivis. And Ivis can also benefit from the uh, the short rest uh, rolling. Uh, some of its hit die to... I, don't, I was looking at his character sheet and I don't see any hit dice on his character sheet. It's the ones so I don't uh, know. next to his HP. So he has 6d6 hit dice available to him. Wow. Well... <laughs> you can certainly roll all of them if you want. <laughs> I didn't mean to roll all of them. I don't know why it did that. He's got lots of help now. <laughs> it doesn't automatically come monsters. Yeah, it does. Okay, I'm gonna try just rolling one of them then. Well, you, over... could, you could just take the first number. If you hover over what was rolled, or that. It's the same. It's, it's it was, The first one was three, so it's the same. Fate. <laughs> Fate has chosen Ivis. Oh, no, Ivis, no. No. <laughs> <sighs> so, like, we'll go get up here. How'd y'all get invaded by these people? They just walk through your front door, or what? Uh, they said they were here to speak with the Oracle on behalf of Sidon, and when we let them in, they drew their blades. Y'all ain't <laughs> got no guards or nothing. You guys just let a bunch of followers of Sidon in. Is that normal? Poseidon is her father. And approaching his gestures to the giant 20-foot statue of him. I mean, our temples always had guards. You all right, as Kyra makes her way back into the, uh... Senna. Atrium? Oh. Uh, yes, uh, what a mercy. How is she, she doing is... after this ordeal? <sighs> she is much better. She is ready and able to see you now, if you all are ready. Nyx is just gonna get up and we, start we heading go towards back, the stairs. Go back down there? Yes, back down to the grotto. Caves inside, caves inside, caves inside, caves up to it. Doors again. They're trying to force your way through the doors. There's another way around Mercury. I know. <laughs> I think the doors that we went through the first time would open again. But we didn't go through those doors. We went around the back. I went through those doors the first time. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Automatically close themselves behind you, obviously. Uh, let's see here. As you all proceed back down into the grotto, <sighs> you hear Kyra uh, 
chime up from behind you all. You all really did a number on her rugs. She was <laughs> oddly cheery about it. <laughs> well, I must say, they were the ones that tried to smother us. Yes. <sighs> oh, fuck, they're alive again! <laughs> Welcome back, heroes. You can hear quite evidently there is a renewed confidence in Versu's voice. She seems to be back in control of herself. Maya? Ka Kyra, join me. And Inferia as well. Oh, very well. Snick steps back away from the uh, pathway to let Inferia through. As she was already going to start heading up there. <laughs> As Kyra sort of just skips along the stones, standing over to her side. Inferia, please. As she gestures over behind and uh, to her right. Inferia kind of warily skirts the rug. <laughs> And come to comes yeah, you can see the, the, the tassel sort of f uh, flap about you can see the scorch mark on them gone all the wounds and tears and these things sewn back up now the rest of you yep uh, she sort of points out uh Theamos. Yes. Come. <laughs> to the Nix. <laughs> you can see as you all start to make your way up. The uh, living animated rug seemed to sort of finally chill out. Inferior, <laughs> let's out of breath. Mercury. Yes, ma'am. Beckoning right. you forth. Let's fly over. Atreus. And Sophia. Slow, solemn steps. <laughs> I'll just raise it a little bit higher so Katrina can walk under me if it needs to, or we can go around. Where is she pointing? I think Sophia was supposed to go there. Yeah, Treyas uh, yeah, to the left of Sophia. Uh, so an arrow. Was I supposed to be over one, or am I in the right spot? You're in the right spot. Okay. You're yeah, singled out, babe. Perfectly, now yeah, let's have a sacrifice begin. And Barry's been through so much, she doesn't need to. See what happens when you skip a session? <laughs> all right, Barry, get in the tree. Yeah, we all get in the fucking last... tree, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you were. We decided last week that you'd be the sacrifice for the oracle. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, you yeah, didn't here. have any objections, so yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Blood for the blood god. <laughs> you can see Versi sort of stretch. <sighs> Alright. I will need to begin the ritual of fate spinning. I ask that you all mentally prepare yourselves. It can be arduous in a way. <clears throat> like, what should we prepare for? We're gonna see some like hallucinations or something. Possibly, you will hear, perhaps even see, and you will most certainly feel. And she just sort of hangs her head, closes her eyes, brings her her hands down low. As the five of you assemble before Versi and Kyra uh, with Amphiria behind her, the Oracle sits on these repaired lavish rugs. You can see the ends of them fluttering up. <sighs> she sits with her legs crossed, head down, eyes closed. She then raises her hands above her head before bringing them down in front of her face, taking in a deep breath of air and sweeping her hands out from her. And when she does this, all the mist and steam in the grotto flows quickly out of the area, and you can see completely clearly in here for the first time. Versi's scales catch the light of the burning brazier and seem to almost glitter. You notice the sound of the water gurgling past, hot with foam, has ceased. Looking down, it's completely still, unmoving, like glass. Then she opens her mouth as an incantation flows from it weaving a magic ritual in a language none of you understand. It sounds like beautiful, haunting singing, and it carries far through the cavern. The water seems to reverberate with her voice. Ripples of magical power shimmer and vibrate with energy. As she continues to call on this magic, the water behind and around you, defying any logic, like contorted glass, pulls itself up from the grotto, a delicate, solid-looking mass. It forms a glassy spindle before her, spinning on its own on the rug. And a large needle, it looks like perfectly cut sapphire, appears in her hand. And she jabs the needle out at the air before pulling on seemingly nothing with great effort. And you can see, caught on the edge of that needle, a bright green strand that she pulls down towards the spindle. 
it catches and collects more and more <clears throat> of the strand around its length. The fate of Thylea itself, she says out loud. She touches the spinning thread with the point of the needle and blue sparks begin to come off of it. The five gods will die defending the settlers from the twin titans' wrath once the oath of peace ends. Mitros and its people will be destroyed and slaughtered. The mortal races will be forever changed and none but Sidon and Lutheria will prosper in the era of night and storms. The mass of green on the spindle is now black and flashes with what you can only presume to be lightning. You can hear the thunder reverberating in your ears. But there is hope. Heroes strong of heart and will can raise themselves up to contest the Titans. He points the needle at you, Theomos, and quickly pulls a long, thick strand that emerges from your chest out into the air. You feel a sensation like cool water running down your head. Your strand shimmers between red, green, and blue out to the spindle. Nyx, from you, she pulls a thin, frail-looking strand with no color, no light, solid black. Mercury, yours is also thin and frail, but it is only light, no color, painful to look at like the sun. Petraeus, yours is strong and solid blue, and Sophia, yours is strong as well, shifting in color rapidly between black and white. And Inferia, without looking, she points the needle at you and your strand falls from your chest a dark green with flares of orange and red dancing across it. And as she pulls it to the spindle, you see a strange bracelet on Versi's right arm purple markings and a purple gemstone as your strand connects with it as Versi sighs muttering softly to herself I thought so loud enough only for Inferia to hear pulling from the bracelet to the spindle now all these threads come together and the mass on the spindle changes in color from a mishmash to a solid golden light. As Versi touches the needle to the interwoven <clears throat> threads, you can feel a force first on your shoulders, like you're bearing your own weight and then more and more, and then they force like a punch to your chest. As to all of you, she spins the new fate 
of Thylea. Her eyes awash with light and her voice echoing and powerful. You warriors who stand here gathered will be tested. The fates have revealed three great tasks that must be accomplished before you can sail into the three seas and face the titans. You must shape the silver fires of the Lost Forge in order to craft the tools you will need. You must claim the mighty weapons wielded against the titans by the first dragon lord. You must drink deep from the bottomless dragon horn, or it will reveal a vision that I cannot see. But woe unto thee, for I have seen the end of all things. My father's anger cannot be quelled, and his sister schemes even now. Your quest may yet fail, and if it should, the sky will rain black fire, and the doom of Thylea will come. Now, I know you all have your own guidance you seek from me. Let me look now upon the strands of your fates as she looks out to all of you. Taking her needle away from the spinning golden mass, you can see your individual threads still maintaining their own colors and patterns along them when they come together, forming that golden mass. She reaches out with a needle to your shimmering, strong strand, Theamos. For you, child of Pythor, I see your journey to Astoria, a reunion with family, but not without sacrifice. A quarry shared between father and son, but a layer forgotten, unseen and unwon. A resplendent child by your side, your family grows, saved from the perils of the deep dark below. Bare arms forged by blood against the one who now despises all love, and your family can become one. Fate be with you. As gently as she can, she touches the needle to your frail strand, Nyx. You, your future is bound to night and dreams. The stars dance like they did that night so long ago. A sacrifice made in love has doomed you to torment. She shudders. I cannot see more than this. The darkness will not let me. 
as she moves the needle further up your strand. I can see that your past is known by Demetria. Seek her in the old woods at the mossy temple. But be forewarned, she knows more because she is oath sworn to Lutheria. Your journey is as treacherous as it is fortuitous. Fate be with you. Like one would if dared to stick their hand in fire, she quickly holds the needle to your glowing strand, Mercury. I'm trying to see past the sun. Your future is hard to discern, as is your past. One step leads to ruin, another to being forgotten entirely. I hear the plucking of strings from a far away place, an artifact of your family, a connection to the end we all face. The mossy temple is where it resides. Find it and you will hear again a song as sweet as nectar. She moves the needle along the length of your strand. From there I see and hear golden coins, like a trail of blood streaked across grass and stone. The hiss of snakes and the clash of blades. A lover's cry and then the sound of waves on the faraway shore. Fate be with you. With a steady hand, sure of herself, now she passes the needle along your strand, Atreus. Destiny shines brightly upon you like a noonday blaze. I see you clad in glorious arms and armor, but there are evil dragons at work with the titans. One of which took everything from you so long ago. Follow this path, and none of them will survive you. No more innocence will be engulfed in flames, towns razed and ravaged. If they are, they will know the bite of your sword and strike of your spear. An avenger for all who'd fall to draconic terror. Seek out the one which burns eternal, bound by right and stone, to start your armory. The fates of the Forgotten Sea know the threads of your past and future. Seek them out, but be wary. Fate be with you. Almost casually, the needle rests upon your strand, and you see the sapphire go from blue to gray, Sophia. Hmm. Walking with the dragon lords of old, but never truly a part of them. 
seek out your ancestor's greatest student. An ancient and unending silent vigil he's taken deep within the necropolis. He will have answers to the nature of your curse and where you must go to break it. I see pink flowers and can hear flowing water. Now it thickens, boils, and bubbles with immense heat, overwhelming, all-consuming heat before a chilling cold. Gray, thick snow falls all around you. Your path is one fraught with choice and peril. Be wary lest you be lost forever in the madness of the Grey. Fate be with you. She sweeps the final strand from the spindle itself, dark green in color, and lets it shimmer down onto the bracelet on her arm. Versi gestures for you to sit across from her, Hemphiria. Yours is a past quite painfully clear to me. You can see her eyes that were awash with light, now only one still channeling this energy, one of them looking at you with her own eye, and you can see a tear streaking down the side of her face from it. A past fraught with broken hearts, betrayal, and aspirations of power in both of your families. Two souls and Hundreds of years ago, the spirit matron before yours, or grandmother, as it would be commonly called, proved her way into the Hall of Storms and charmed my father, Sidon. It was through their relationship your spirit matron was beckoned into the world and through her end so you began a destiny bound to restore the dragon lords to their former glory a destiny your grandmother thought was her own thanks to the machinations of the fates Lutheria made sure that would not come to pass, and had Sidon slay her. In an effort to hide you from Lutheria, your mother returned to the soil and became your life tree. This bracelet was your grandmother's. 
she slides it off of her own arm, holding it out to you. May wisdom and sunny days bless your journey, little one. You can see the light from her other eye leave her entirely as she looks at you with familial closeness as you receive oh yeah where the fuck did I stick this thing <laughs> oh you, you know lost what your I think family heirloom I stuck it I stuck it in her uh her treasure area already oh Oh, you. Wow. As you receive a mysterious inheritance, receiving it from Versi, but in a strange way, it feels like it was always yours. As even with the magic of identify or arcana, something within this thing seems to be suppressing its properties for future reference, as it will not reveal itself until the seventh day of attunement. Racist. And we're going to pull the clock back a little bit. Jesus. As, <laughs> Brendan. as you spam identify. <laughs> Wow. As Sophia leans forward and snatches it, let me see that. <laughs> no, I think I think I I think if I know Brendan well enough, I think he wanted to uh, identify it and then let me tell him to stop. He won't see anything. Uh, but my bad. I'll remember that for the future. But I know what it is. It's the blank, blank, blank. Uh, <laughs> blank, blank, blank. Yes, you have to play a game of Hangman in order to figure out. If you don't, you die. All right. Sophia, uh, <laughs> give me a letter. As with that, you all, for your efforts, getting to the Oracle and receiving both the prophecy for the world and for your own epic paths, you all are going to receive a fair amount of XP. For all the combat Six. that you have gone through, you're going to receive 42 100 XP for that wonderful moment of inspiration a session ago. That, each, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for that wonderful moment of inspiration a session ago, getting your inner thoughts and sharing them so wonderfully, you all will receive 600 more XP for saving the Oracle and for saving Diana. Excuse me. You all get another 600 XP. And for completing the first chapter of this odyssey, you receive another 150 XP. So what's that total? 925. 925 each? Yep. So 2700 piece. Total. And you all should have 20. That's a ding! Prayers are done. It, it was that number right there. What's the number? You shut your mouth, young man. Twinkie <laughs> numbers. As that What's should be number? enough. Twenty-seven hundred. Sorry. Thank you. As that should be enough to bring you all 
to fourth level. Now, I will ask that you hold off on dealing with all that because we're going to take a break in a little bit, but not just yet, as there's a bit more that we need to get done. As we're going to rewind time just ever so slightly, second by second, as we have a little bit to go through here. As you all receiving your divinations to your future, your personal ones, you all had a bit of a moment to yourselves. As Sophia, as the Oracle's words about your future washed over you, you could see, again, smoke and mist seem to fill the grotto once more swirling together and for a brief moment filling your vision entirely as to listen carefully so you can hear your special motif I'll turn up the music gray with flecks of brown and black a vortex pattern that you can't look away from. You feel your eyes shift in their sockets, but the vision doesn't change. As you look into this maddening infinity, you can't help but feel like something is looking back at you, far, far away. And then you blink your eyes once more, and you see the grotto around you and everything is as it should be. And before you know it, you're struck with a tiny bit of magical inspiration. An idea, a slight change in the incantation, a pivot in the flow of the magic, a change, no, a metamorphosis. As you unlock the boon of Grease Metamagic, Slippery oil floods the ground under your foes, sending them tumbling to the ground. Usually. Now, even if they keep their footing, you'll still exert control on the outcome. As when you cast Grease, the first creature that succeeds on the saving throw against the spell is slid ten feet in a direction of your choosing. Ooh. Yes. They pop up. Do I get to like pick the first one? If there are multiple creatures at the same time, yeah. it is your yeah, priority passes to you. Cool beans. As that is the visage of the vortex you saw as well. Mm. As that is your boon, my friend, for completing the first chapter. A word from beyond reaching out to you strangely now. A voice you had not heard in a very long time. Something is still out there, though suppressed, locked away. As Inferior. Yeah. You have quite the interesting history. <laughs> so I'll play your motif as well. One that stretches longer than almost anyone else in the group and fate willing will continue on long past all of them 
in your time and training, you've become well-learned at many things. Experience is an excellent teacher, even more so when you've had to survive on your own for much of your life. Especially where you grew up. A place of constant improvement and refinement. A place that would not tolerate weakness or fragility of mind. You've taken in all you could from that place and can now readily instruct others. As you unlock the boon of crucial advice, you are wiser than first impressions belie. The sooner your friends realize this, the safer and better off they'll be. As a reaction, when a friendly creature within 30 feet of you that you can see or hear makes a skill check using a skill in which you're proficient, you can, after they've made the roll, but before the results have been declared, allow them to re-roll the skill check with a flat bonus equal to your wisdom modifier. They must use the second roll, and you can use this ability once per short rest. Ooh. Okay. <gasps> That's so pretty. Ooh. Awesome. <laughs> As we grab my main man from down south, oh, Mercury. Sorry. Go ahead, Thamos. Yep. <laughs> Mercury. You hung on to the names and stories of those who'd fallen to the Divine Boar. And you not only remembered them, but celebrated them. They serve as a reminder of what chasing glory and heroism can be. A tale not often told. For every successful hero, there are a hundred who failed. With your goals and ambitions far ahead of you, you can't afford to fail. The party can't forget what happened to Cal, Orin, Santos, and Kat. Stories of the one who prevail are great, but sometimes, sometimes you need a cautionary tale as you unlock the boon of cautionary tale. Your warning inspires your allies to be vigilant against danger from all sides. Your comrades exercise caution, waiting until they can strike with greatest effect. Always gotta remember that with the God of the Dawn, it's always a blessing when she brings a new day into your life. As a bonus action, you can start a magical performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. You create a magical aura within 15 feet of yourself that moves with you, increasing defenses and enhancing their ability to strike down foes. During that time, you and any friendly creatures in that aura do not suffer disadvantage on defense rolls from any hostile creature attacks from within the aura unless they are incapacitated. Additionally, while in the aura, each allied creature in that aura, including you, deals an extra 1d6 damage when it attacks with any attack made as a reaction. You can continue this effect on subsequent turns using your bonus action. 
The performance ends early if you are incapacitated or silenced, or if you voluntarily end it, no action required. Once for long rest, my guy. That's cool. <clears throat> Keeping it moving. And for the purposes of measurement, uh, it's considered like a square aura. So you can like uh, go into your token and see how like large that actually is. And just set it to square. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Theomos, you have heard the words of the Oracle. Your family can be reunited may even grow and as you hear these words just ever so softly like a memory or perhaps something you're hearing even now the beautiful voice of your mother carrying immeasurably far into your mind a song she often would hum to you in your youth Though you were born of the god of war, you did not take up arms, even when trained to be a soldier. But with all that transpired then, and with what has been foretold now, there is something that burns within you. A piece of hope that may now feel vindicated for not allowing itself to be snuffed out. Even now, you swear you can hear the sound of your mother's voice as she sings to you. Far away, but still here. Vitalis hoped, nay, dreamed of being a dragon lord. Now you've steeled yourself and taken up his sword and shield, bearing their weight not on your back, but in your hands, where they are far more heavy. Now his hope burns within you as well. A child of a god, fated to finish what his father could not, save a mother thought beyond saving, and rebuild a family, a fellowship lost to time. Channel that fire within you, into your blade, and make sure that no one loses faith. As you unlock the boon, strike of hope. Your weapon flashes with divine light that sears your enemy and lifts your allies' hearts with renewed vigor and purpose. They are in the presence of the divine. They will not falter, and you will not lose. As an action, you can make a single weapon attack against a hostile creature. If that attack hits, the damage type is radiant damage, and you deal additional damage equal to your charisma modifier. Hit or miss, one ally within 20 feet of you, not including yourself, gains temporary hit points equal to your charisma modifier times two. If the ally is bloodied, the temporary hit points increase by 10. And you use this charisma times per long rest. Charisma modifier? Yes. Okay. Now you can use it 20 times per long rest. 
And now, in recognition of, well, to me, one of the most memorable moments of an albeit short chapter, let us listen to the journey of Atreus. Atreus, some call you a hero. Others call you the chosen one. But a few called you brother. They were the ones who knew you best. You were a soldier, a hoplite, a man driven by purpose and duty to do what must be done. When Sophia called the retreat and you saw Inferior getting left behind, you did not think. You did not hesitate. You moved. You broke her free with no regard for anything besides your duty as a soldier. You dug deep, pushing past your limits and carried her from the umbral gates of Hades back across the stream and out of that corruption. You were triumphant, an absolute inspiration on the battlefield. And now if you need to do this again, you can as you unlock the boon of fearless rescue. One of your allies falls, <laughs> and without regard for your own well-being, you rush to make the attacker pay. Your bravery inspires your ally to fight on. No one gets left behind. Yes. As a reaction, when a friendly creature within 30 feet of you is reduced to zero hit points by a hostile creature, you can move to the nearest unoccupied space from which you can attack the attacking creature and make a single weapon attack. This movement does provoke opportunity attacks. If your attack hits, you add triple your proficiency bonus to the attack's damage. The friendly creature can recover hit points by spending one hit die. They also gain an additional 1d8 temporary hit points for every opportunity attack you provoke while moving to the target. You can use this ability once per long rest. Oh my god! Yeah! Peter, look at you! Yes! Mm, I feel better about big ol' heroic deeds. I think I'll blow my nose again, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh good. Gotta shake! Gotta shake allies and throw them out there like, Oh no, look, you're so low on health! Oh, well, Sophia, are you ready to be my actual shield? <laughs> all, right. all right, you take all the damage, and it'll work out. Work out, I'll save you. Theobos, I'm sorry, but we're sacrificing Darius again. Get out there, Darius. <sighs> all right. Well done, the five of you. Now, let me turn down the journey of Atreus. You get to enjoy your bit of a MVP circling there with your full song. You may not level up yet, as you'll need to take a long rest anyway to level up. I know. Boo. I know. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that makes sense. And with that, we return to the present. We return to the scene that we were in. 
with Inferia receiving her bracelet. <sighs> and Versi looking at you with pain and sadness, but also care for you. I... I have a family? Have, I guess. I am sorry, little one. I suppose, in a way, you and I are family. I guess oh. I would be your aunt, technically. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I never. I never thought I would have anything other than my grove. I understand. I hope you all can see clearly the path for yourselves. I know my my spinning of your fates is it is taxing for me. And it is not always clear. But I hope you will all hang on to my words, for they ring truer than even I can ever know. But I can try my best to answer any other questions you all might have. As Versi, like, sort of, uh, still, if, uh, if Inferior would give her her hand, still holding on to it, uh, looks while sitting uh, at the rest of you, as you can see the... Spinner finally slows to a stop. The strands connecting you all to it just seem to sever from that uh, that spinner and sort of pull back into yourselves, disappearing quite quickly as it just rolls this little bit of glass off into the water before turning back to water and disappearing. The ritual of fate spinning completed. Y'all got any questions? Right, so, uh... Yeah, I, th next? I think I'm gonna... I think I might need to go sit down for a while here, uh... I understand. Just not gonna boom. <laughs> Are we supposed to save the damn world? It sounds like it. Well, shit. It is a lot to ask, but I can see clearly it can be done by you all. If you face the three great labors that were asked of you, claim the weapons of the Dragon Lords forged at the Mithril Forge by the god Vulcan. They were capable of wounding the Titans 
and those descended from them. But they are up the peaks of Telamok, the necropolis in the Mithril Mountains. Perilous and dangerous climb. And they were built to house the remains of the dragon lords who came to Thylea five centuries ago. No one ever goes there now. It is an extremely difficult climb through the highest peaks. Undead from conflicts past, and those who tried to venture into the necropolis roam its snowy peaks. And it is guarded by an undead gatekeeper known as Damon, who must be paid with a special kind of coin before he will allow anyone entrance. As Kyra sort of chimes in from behind, Ah, yes, we'll need to find a burnished coin of the Dragon Lords. You wouldn't happen to have one, would you, Versi? No, of course not. Your best bet at finding one most likely be the Mithril Forge. The forge where our first task must take place. Yes, your other labor. Light the fires of the Mithril Forge, used by the dwarves and Vulcan to construct those weapons of the gods. They can be used again to build powerful magic items or repair ancient ones that no longer work. Uh, you know, we should go to Astoria, Kyra chimes in again. A clan of dwarves works the local copper mines, and they're likely to know more about the forge's exact whereabouts. It might be worth checking in with them. I... I mean, that yeah. sounds a good enough lead as any. And you said you had to drink from a bottomless horn, right, Versi? Of a yes. dragon's horn? Where the, the heck are you going to find one of them? Well, probably dwarfs again. They drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe that's referring to the, the horn of Balmatria. An actual dragon horn. From... Oh. The strongest silver dragon, but lost in battle against the Gigans. But I remember the priest of Mitros recovered it, and the five consecrated it. I think it's also in Astoria, actually. It's supposed to be in a reliquary there. Um, I think the Dragon Temple? Watched over by... What's that little one's name? Um, Aesop, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely Aesop, the dragon priest. Dragons. <laughs> well, sounds like we're heading to Astoria. Astoria is a fascinating place. Yes, further west. Yes, yeah, so there's actually like a, a pretty quick road from here to Astoria. Uh, actually, if you were to go around from where we came in at, we can circle around and take the road there. It's the easiest path to get here, but unfortunately we weren't coming from Astoria, otherwise we would have taken that. 
Right. You'll be accompanying us, Kyra. Yes, of course. I have to record, well, everything that happens. Come on, now this is the greatest story ever told. And I have the exclusive scoop to it. <laughs> what, what about you, Oracle? Are you going to get yourself some gods or something, or are you just going to let Sidon come in here again and kill a lot of people? You going to be safe? I have given a missive for Pythor. He owes me a favor anyway. <sighs> I will see that I am well protected. What of what of the time between us getting there and him receiving the message and getting back? Will you be safe during that time? I believe so. Well, I mean, if anyone's gonna know nothing, it's gonna be you. I mean, you probably seen him already here. <laughs> I will need to divide my own future for that, and it is a frightening process, to say the least. Um, Percy, you said they had to sail across three seas, but there's only two. The Cerulean Gulf and the Forgotten Sea. Where's the third sea? Huh. Of course, you've never been there. I'm referring to the Nether Sea. A place deep beyond what we normally see. We will need to go to Carbidus to even have a hope of reaching it. I would not go there oh. for a long time if you can help it. I would prefer to avoid the Forgotten Sea. My last <clears throat> journey across it was... So first, so first we speak to the dwarves in Astoria to locate the forge. We speak to a dragon priest in the same city inquiring about the dragon's horn. Mm -hmm. Whichever is the easiest to acquire, we will first. Well. And once we have the forge, once we get to the forge, rather, light its fires, create the coin and weapons, and go to the necropolis. Is that correct? I would, for your sakes. Do everything you can to save the necropolis for last. There is a reason no one attempts the challenge of Xander any longer. It only gets harder with everyone that failed. He would have us sail the seas first. No, she was trying to convey if you can all if you can help it, light the fires of the Mithril Forge or get the Horn of Balmatria. We'll basically do either one of those in whatever order you want first. She warns the Necropolis out of the three of them is the absolute most treacherous. Okay. I mean, we don't even need to take the horn. She just said we need to drink from it. Yes. There are always consequences for such things. I would not write it off as, as easy. 
I believe it's supposed to have magical powers. The ability to grant visions to those who drink from it. Perhaps it'll provide even more guidance to your path. Kyra chimes, chimes in from behind again. <laughs> well, I think it might be good we all maybe rest a bit, then head on to Astoria. Anybody got any objections? No. Well, that is probably wise. Yes. Aunt, do you mind if we rest here? Can I call no. you Aunt? Of course you may, sweetheart. I was actually going to suggest it. There are <laughs> some unused quarters past mine and deeper into the cave. Um, I'm sure they will be suitable and, well, I feel quite safe knowing you all are here as well. I mean, in the caves? Sleep no. underground? They are proper quarters. Very similar to the ones you saw above, but just unused. Ugh. You'll survive being underground for a day, Mercury. I mean, that don't make no sense. Why would you put beds underground? For safety? For convenience? Uh, I hate to burst your bubble here, Fury, but based on what we came down here the first time, just because it's underground don't mean it's safe. This is Versi's domain. She has it the way as she pleases. If you would like to not sleep underground, you can go back out with the horses and your mule. But she offered us a place. If you do not wish to take it, then do not. I'll say it if no one else will. I came here for a specific task. What you tell us, no doubt of the overshadows that, to mute out our own concerns, to wash away what we once were, I won't be silenced. I won't take this burden and give up my own. If you're saying that the tasks ahead will lead us to our own answers, so be it. But I've been destined before. I won't rely upon such things anymore. So promise to me. If taking up this task means giving up on what we need from you, from what we came here for, then you'll understand if I let the world burn. If the world burns, what good is finding your answers? You will burn along with it. But... great doesn't burn. It will live long after everything burns. If the Titans rule again in a thousand years, the Grey will still be there. Doesn't matter what animal walks on the earth. But a knowledge like that. I wish to bring it back. 
and I will not give up on that. I came here for a purpose, and that purpose is my entire being. <laughs> a lot of you will face heavy opposition in your purposes. You will not be able to face them alone. And if you can survive them, they will make you stronger, wiser, quicker, and in your case, smarter. Follow your purpose. Sure. Aid those that would aid you in it. But do so so that you may prevent the doom of Thylea as well. These things are interwoven, Sophia. They cannot be broken apart any more than an adamantine rod can be split in half. Then answer the questions that I came here for. Why can I no longer hear her voice? This thing you are connected to. She sort of just pulls out her needle again, just the needle without the spinner. You can see it sort of shimmer in her hand, that blue, and then flecks of gray upon it. You cannot hear it. Can you not feel it? Look within yourself. Know it to be true. This thing has put all of its hopes in you. It has reached out from somewhere far beyond this place. Not just in distance. It is no longer here where you can see, feel, taste, breathe. It is locked away somewhere else. But even now, it desperately claws out to you. I think this gray is doing everything it can to aid you. It still is connected to you. Follow these. So be it. Sophia just sort of resigns herself to it and looks away. Her eyes just sort of defocus. She can just, just sort of staring off in another. can't see my future, but you seem to be able to see my past. I have many questions of it. You mentioned a follower of Lutheria, Oathbound. What did they do? What happened that night of the eclipse? When all the younglings of my brood fated, but I remained 
when my mother's faded instead of me. Why? Sacrifice was demanded, and a sacrifice was given. Death comes in many forms, as does love, and that is why you are still here. I know not what part Demetria played in this, or if she did. All I know is perhaps... Perhaps she will have the answers you seek, the certainty that you desire. But I do know this. Death hangs over you like the worst form of curse. You will suffer, Nyx. I feel like Lutheria demands it. You feel a bit of a prickle on your tattoo. As Parking, uh, I... As uh, she says that, Nyx starts unclipping the pin from her sleeve and pulls it down. Is that what this mark means? Is that why it's growing? It was a mere ring when I emerged and now it's grown up my arm like heinous branches upon my skin. I think it is... A mark, a symbol of your connection to death itself. More than this, I do not know. As Nyx looks down upon this mark of black trailing up her arm like branches, less than a year ago, I heard a voice in the stars. A giggling after almost losing my life to what would have seen as an unfortunate accident. You say death looms over me, but it feels like it is attached to me. Is there any way I can shake it? Your best hope? Confront the Lady of Night herself. The mistress of death. She is undoubtedly connected to this. May the five guide me to her realm. I will have my answers. As a Nick sighs and she starts. Concealing her arm again. I mean, you couldn't see nothing? It was like looking at the sun itself, Mercury. I am sorry. I only saw what I saw. 
Hell. Well, I don't know why I should expect anything different from here. I suppose. Save the world. Kill Titans. Fucking gods. Perhaps that artifact connected to your family. Perhaps it will give you answers or clarity. I am sorry that I have failed you, I suppose. Yeah, that probably ain't your fault. Probably some stupid god messing with mortals again. Stupid shit. Anyone else? Anything else? Why me? I admit, Mercury, when you asked me about the dragon I had, didn't know what you heard of me. I was merely responding in bravado. Perhaps I took on the boar and those trees and whatnot. Cultists. Those are mortal creatures. Or something to easily defeat it with a sword, a spear, and defend it with a shield. And yet in the face of something supernatural, everyone else could stand against it and I could not. What makes you believe I could? <clears throat> Even gods feel fear. It is not something that they, in all their might and power, can escape from. It is so often why... She sort of clenches uh, Inferior's hand a little bit tighter. You are a mortal man. Atreus, and you have mortal problems, but somewhere out in the Forgotten Sea, fate weaves the tapestry of Thylea, and in you, in your destiny, streaks mithril strands. Your purpose is unknown to me, but what I do know is it is your fate to be extraordinary. You are an exception. This is something you cannot shake. Mention the dragon cursed me so long ago. You open up old scars that have long been closed. Remind me of a pain as fresh as it was once inflicted. I truly destined to face off against that 
beast. Yes. I can see that even if you try to run from it, it will find you. For it is interwoven with you more closely than anything else. That is a fate you cannot escape. Even if you were to lay down your arms and take up the cloth, it would come for you. I will journey to slay this beast, like you said. Not in vengeance. As closure for me and my village. And as protection against all the other innocent from the wrath of the titans. Vengeance is cold. I do not need it on this journey. I understand. Do what you must, the way that you will. And you will triumph. Complete the great labors I have foreseen along your strings of fate. They will give you all answers and clarity that I truly believe. From there, pursue your own goals. Aid each other and those you find on your odyssey. And with that, you will gain the strength you need to stop Euthyria and Sidon, and you will find absolution and completion. Looks at you again, Atreus, and closure. In stopping the doom of Thylea, you all will find what it is you desire. So, I get, no, oh, wow, <laughs> get to meet a dragon? She looks back at you, soft smile spreading across her face. I think sooner than you anticipate. <laughs> You've already met It's right here. <laughs> a real dragon. <laughs> I'm sure with some time, Darius could grow to be a real dragon. <laughs> and you'd be around long enough to see it. I would. <laughs> Hopefully. Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you will follow me, I can take us to the old quarters. 
right? Thank you, Versi. Thank you. She would lead you all in not too much further. Uh, actually, you don't really go down much either. Just pack past where that strange watery creature was. And perhaps maybe about 10 feet or so uh, north from the edge of the map, uh, there is a, another door with uh, another hallway leading to a really familiar site. Not out here, mind you. But this closed off space. As map tokens. Yeah. Oop. Oh, geez. All right, time to sleep. This is our bedroom. Yeah, everybody. Pick a stair. Pick a step. Yep. As do 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 do. It's simply well, down well, the hall. I the third step. to your left mercury unlike before you don't see uh, a big set of double doors you just see solid wall and to your oh, right so those aren't doors. you see a set of doors though this place shifted yeah, investigate the wall see if it's an illusion it's not I'm artfully reusing a map to reutilize the oh, servants' okay. so quarters. We're not, okay, yeah, we're not, not literally back up. where we were. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> the upstairs is full of blood and suffering. Uh, this is just an old quarters that we're reutilizing. The dynamic lighting is real. <laughs> Very real. I can't see anything. <laughs> oh, you can't see? Do you need light? I can see like You just you gotta you just gotta come down the hallway. Oh she made it. I mean I made it into a room. <clears throat> As Versi thanks you all one last time before heading back out to her own quarters with each of you having your own space to ruminate and think on the events of the day and her words as I begin to attune my bracelet <laughs> nice putting on the bracelet and beginning your attunement to it anyone are there any sort of sleepover conversations as you all have your your rooms any thing before we officially long rest I guess I you'll have your privacy 
Yeah, I think I'm just gonna ruminate on being told the world's ending and we gotta go save. Yeah. I'm gonna try to figure out the whole, like, I have a family thing. <laughs> I wasn't just born out of a tree. What? <laughs> and your tree was your mom. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. The, like, super crazy, ironic, beautiful thing about that is that in what parts of my backstory I have written so far, I've been calling it the mother tree. <laughs> and I would die. <laughs> Good job. I'm like, what? Nyx is gonna take a moment to just shed off all her layers, just drop her, her cloak and her sleeve before going to visit Inferia, who's been through a lot in the last couple of days. Inferior, hopefully you haven't gotten to bed quite yet. No, I'm just, I'm admiring this bracelet. I didn't know I had a family to inherit anything from. Well, that must be very exciting news. Yeah. It is a lovely thing. The Nyx is holding a uh, spearhead, a broken piece of handle wrapped up in leather, and little seashell charms dangling from it. This is all I have of my mother now. Mm. So I understand the value of such an heirloom. Yes. I thought... I thought I lost everything when my grove burned. And yet I find I had a mother and a grandmother and now an aunt and there was a woman with the Amazons, the Mira. She was the one who trained me. And I always thought that she was the closest thing I would have to a mother, to what a mortal would call a mother. <laughs> I know what you mean. Several hundred years ago, after I had left my islands, an Oriad had taken me in, Renee. I found myself caught in one of her traps, and she said it was one of the saddest things she had ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> But she cared for me, and she taught me, similarly to Gamira, for you, I suppose, uh, the way of the hunt, the way of the woods, though mine were in the mountains. Yeah. Oh. I understand the desire to have your own family in connection to your grove, dear youngling. But I do assure you that there is much family to be found outside of that. Yeah. There is... Rest well. Thank you. We have quite a task ahead of us. Indeed. Nix is gonna slip out and go back to her room for the night.
with that, you all are able to rest for the night. For a time, it is... It is quiet. Dark. Unmoving. Sleep comes to you all with a surprising degree of ease, whether it be the soreness, just the exhaustion, just the thoughts that were racing through your mind put off for another day. But soon, a woman's voice begins to emanate from the darkness around you. Oh no. So, your great quest begins. Off to become heroes, are you? Mortals are so very proud. A light shines in the dark, illuminating the sad and pathetic figure of an old man who's been hogtied to a stake. Look at this one. He's falling to pieces. Joints stiff. Skin slack. Teeth gone. The life is practically dripping out of him. Inky black shadows fall across the old man. He flinches and squirms, panicking as something draws closer. Something that you cannot see. But he can. So clearly what comes for him. Yes. This sad mortal life is leaking away. But I wonder what will happen to his soul. As the mortal's flesh and bone and viscera all strip away, you see a soft blue light in the form of that man. You see his very soul bound by ropes of shadow, the light illuminating him gone. Now just the light of his being, the only thing you can see in the infinite dark. The old soul thrashes violently against his restraints, screaming into his gag as from all around him blades wreathed in green energy surround him in a ring around his head the wicked blades descend down floating now by his spectral feet and then they begin to move slowly but surely spinning around and around the energy cracks out violently like a whip into the soul, and you feel the lash of pain this soul does. Then the blades close in and around his feet, tearing into him, ripping his soul asunder. His screams are unlike any sound you can comprehend, perpetual agony and madness. And as you watch the blades crawl up his ankles and his legs, wailing with each second, you awaken the nightmare bathed in sweat all of you except Nyx 
do anything? <laughs> Am I just frozen? This ain't Thursday. You frozen. You ain't seeing shit. has been a life of few blessings and even fewer friends and the force of your own just simply a result of the curse you've been marked by since your spirit entered this world a night you'll always remember one full of sorrow hate and angst but also love so many matrons and patrons suffered that night. But yours did not. But they knew you would get to feel the sun's glow. And now, with these other chosen ones around you, I'll give you a gift. You can protect them. You can support them and keep them safe. But you know misfortune and pain follow you everywhere. It has kept you all alone all this time, with only an exception or two. But it will not be easy. It will come at a cost. You just have to be willing to suffer for them. Suffer for me? <laughs> And who, pray tell, are you who cowers in the darkness? You receive no answer. But you do receive. Well, one may call it a boon, one may call it a curse. But you awaken in pain. Your mark upon your arm, changing upon your skin, like someone is driving a hot knife through your flesh. You can hear the ominous chime of metal far away, and heavy singing reach your ears, a chant most ominous. As you unlock the boon of sun's glow and night's suffering, you're already doomed. Why not help those around you see the dawn, even if it means the sun sets on you? Once per day, you can, as a bonus action, give any creature of your choice within 15 feet of you advantage on their next saving throw and advantage on their next defense roll. This effect lasts for 10 minutes. For each creature you give this effect, you gain a number of night charges equal to the number of creatures. And while you have a night charge, you have disadvantage on your next saving throw or defense roll from a hostile creature. And this disadvantage is not cancelled out by any source of advantage. When you make a saving throw or defense roll with disadvantage, due to this effect, reduce your number of night charges for each one you make. Your night charges do not expire. 
And after the pain clears, you blink away the tears from it. You can see your mark upon your arm has changed into a most mysterious pattern. One may call it beautiful, but for you, you know it marks you as doomed. As that is what you see upon your arm. A complex, beautiful pattern, but a painful one. I don't know, draw it every Sunday, good luck. <laughs> so, uh, Nyx is going to go into her bag and grab her spear, the spear of her mother's, and just cling on to the leather-wrapped base. Be strong, my star. You're going to be okay. As she whispers her mother's parting words to her. And she waits to hear the stirring of her new friends. As that is where we're going to call tonight's session. <sighs> oh. With that, we conclude tonight's episode of Heroes of Thylea. And I sincerely hope that you all enjoyed what we've played tonight. And I hope you all will want to come back next week to find out, well, where it is these oracles chosen are going to go. What it is they're thinking about the oracle's words to them. And, well, Kyra unbeknownst to them, has a bit of a proposition for them, one that will aid them in their journey and, well, help make sure that no one outshines anyone else. Because here in Thylea, being a hero means being famous, and fame is everything. So be sure to tune in right here on Lionhead Gaming via Twitch at 5 p.m. Eastern next Sunday. We also record this game for the Lionhead Gaming official podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Just search Lionhead Gaming and you'll find us. We have two other excellent shows for you throughout the week. On Tuesday, Kingdoms of the South at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, as I know I've been saying this, but finally, truly, finally, <laughs> the Apex Alliance are really riding out this time. I promise you, I promise. If if, 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 John, if John makes me a liar, I'm just going to just, just take the game and just fucking make the combat happen. I'm gonna start Yeet. killing NPCs until we start rolling initiative, I promise. <laughs> Murder over <laughs> a way to war. Yep. So be sure to check us out this Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern for Kingdoms of the South as the Apex Alliance finally enacted the plan of Lucas Ariti. Now that they've had their emotional confrontation, aired some things out, and we'll need to restabilize on that drama. Be sure to check out the VOD for more information on that. And on Thursday, Song of Rapture continues at 7.30 p.m. Eastern as the Valiant Vanguard have fought off uh, a group of scouts and a group of lookouts, I guess, of kobolds, and beaten them back quite successfully. And now they continue on in their climb of Mount Cot to eventually face Subsidious, a great red dragon who seeks to perhaps burn all of Mobia. Can they put a stop to him? Can they find out who's behind his motivations? Persephone has seen strange things and heard even stranger in his dreams. 
maybe they will find answers to those questions. So be sure to tune in on Thursday and see what happens. I'm excited to play, and I hope you're all excited to watch. <sighs> and on that note, if you want to continue discussing the game or maybe talk about the latest UA or homebrew or just kick back and share memes with myself, the cast, and the other fans of Lionhead Gaming, be sure to join the Lionhead Gaming official Discord, which you can see a link to in the chat. Just do exclamation point Discord, you'll get that link. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Lionhead underscore gaming. And we are, like I said at the beginning, running a giveaway for Women's History Month. So be sure to check out the link in the chat for that so you can enter yourself into said giveaway and get a chance to win an excellent uh, both DM and player resource, the Uncaged Anthology via DM's Guild. Um, and check the, uh, the stream, or not the stream, the podcast description for any of you podcast listeners who want a chance to win as well. You also get to enter on in. So with that, we are going to go ahead and search for someone else playing some wonderful D&D. Go ahead and give them a little raid. So be sure to hop on into our raid as we ride out to them and spam emotes and wish them luck with their own journeys and all that good stuff. So without further ado, a final thanks. And as always, may your dice roll 20s and you always make your saves. Toodles!
Obscene. Wow. Thank you guys. Thank you for the raid. I will wait for any <laughs> commercial ads that might be popping up in my stream because I never run ads because I should. But welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Lionhead Gaming! I was watching you guys earlier. <laughs> I had to go prepare for this. How was your stream? How are you guys doing? We are just in the uh, midst of showing off a magic show. 